pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SPN 1410 Wing AM Weather. Severe thunderstorms this at a high of 86 degrees. Tonight, severe thunderstorms down to a low of 60. And tomorrow, sunny skies with a high of 81. I'm Leanna Ray for 1410 ESPN Radio. The big building supply and home improvement auction is at the Allen County Fairgrounds in Lima, Ohio this Thursday, and it's all online bidding. Go to pbauctions.com and register to bid on kitchen cabinets, flooring, doors, decking, siding, tools, hardware, and more. It's all going to be sold in our online auction ending Thursday at 4 p.m. Go to pbauctions.com to register and get preview times. So we'll see you this Thursday at 4 p.m. online at pbauctions.com for the big building supply auction. Have you been seeking a final resting place for your loved one's cremated remains? Are you tired of endlessly searching to find a permanent home for a family member that gives you peace of mind, offers more security than the mantle, and doesn't cost thousands of dollars? This is Mark Davis from Date Memorial Park Cemetery, located at 8135 North Dixie Drive. We are pleased to announce a new product that offers families the opportunity to give their loved ones a permanent, serene, final resting place for as little as $300. Call us today at 937-890-8. He's a former Buckeyes great and now a college football Hall of Famer. And don't forget about his 13 years of NFL experience playing for the Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, and the New England Patriots. He's Dayton's own Keith Byers. Hang out with him every Monday at noon on the Keith Byers Show. Presented by Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken. Save today on your next project with 11% of everything. Now at Menards. Menards has what you need to start and finish your projects. Plus, you'll save 11% on all of it. Menards offers contactless pickup. Order and pay for your items online. And we'll load your order into your vehicle with zero contact. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through June 13th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. The biggest local and national guests sit down for the biggest interviews with Justin Kinner on 1410 Wing Live. Presented by Arrowhead Tax Service. Follow along live on ESPN Dayton's Facebook page and catch all previous episodes at wingam.com. Anyone who builds, remodels, or repairs for a living, we know the way you work has changed. That's why Lowe's is committing today to build new ways to keep you working tomorrow. We are proud to introduce the new Lowe's for Pros job site, powered by Stream, an augmented video chat tool so you can be there for your customers without actually being there. And the cost to use? Try it free through October 31st at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. Just one of the reasons why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Services subject to Stream terms, Lowe's loyalty membership required, more terms apply. Could your car use a spring cleaning? Now's the time to stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for great deals on everything you need to keep your car looking new. Like Mother's California Gold Wash and Wax, just $4.99 for a 64-ounce bottle. That's a $6 savings. Or online at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
print, we understand saving money for your family is now more important than ever. That's why we're offering our best unlimited deal. Switch and get four lines of unlimited for just $100 a month. That's right, four lines for 100 bucks. Plus, the plan includes Hulu, 500 megabytes of mobile hotspot, DVD quality streaming, and more. If that's not enough, to really amp this up, we're including four amazing iPhone 11s on us when you trade in iPhone 6s or newer in any condition. And now, Sprint customers enjoy access to expanded coverage on the T-Mobile network. Shop from the comfort of your home at Sprint.com, call 800-SPRINT-1, or come see us in our stores. Phone after 29-17 per month credit for 18 months credit, apply within two bills. Cancel early, remaining balance due, requires new account, unlimited basic after 731 pay $35 per month per line with auto-pay. Date any prioritization during congestion coverage and offer not available at works. Includes taxes, fees, and roaming speed, maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee, and restrictions apply. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Breathe out and repeat after me. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Your bird is eating my candles. Your bird is eating my candles. No, seriously, he's making a mess. No, seriously, he's... Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. Anyone who builds, remodels, or repairs for a living, we know the way you work has changed. That's why Lowe's is committing today to build new ways to keep you working tomorrow. We are proud to introduce the new Lowe's for Pros job site, powered by Stream, an augmented video chat tool so you can be there for your customers without actually being there. And the cost to use? Try it free through October 31st at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. Just one of the reasons why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Services subject to Stream terms, Lowe's loyalty membership required, more terms apply. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. I keep seeing tweets that say the play, that the, the players in Major League Baseball are determined to have a season. I, I think they need to look up what the definition of determined means. Because determined does not mean finding every reason not to have something happen. And that's what's going on right now. The NBA was determined. The National Hockey League was determined to make it happen. They made it happen. The Justin Kinner Show. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on 1410 ESPN Radio. And streaming live at wingam.com. It's the Justin Kinner Show, live here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM. Tweet the show at 1410 Kinner or give us a call at 457-9464. We now send you to the Wing Studios in Kettering. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Oh, you have the mic on. I didn't know that. Now, welcome back. back. This is just a train wreck. (laughs) Holy hell. I can't look away. Justin Kinner, Kev Nash, back with you here on 1410 ESPN Radio. How about this, Reds fans, although we're still sitting here kind of waiting on what's next as far as the baseball season is concerned. The Reds Hall of Fame uh, and Museum is reopening on June 20th. Reds Hall of Fame and Museum reopens to the public on June 20th. This according to a press release just sent out from uh, the Cincinnati Reds a little bit ago. Uh, but look, we're, anything right now that's reopening, that's a good thing. Because I think that the more... Um, the more type of businesses like that that are reopening to the public that only 
means good things ahead as far as uh, for the future of sports is concerned, at least. That's how I felt until I came across this article from Forbes earlier this morning that uh, was basically highlighting Villanova head coach Jay Wright. Uh, a couple of his comments. Jay Wright, the head coach for Villanova, said that he does not expect to see fans at games next season. He added that college basketball is up in the air. I will say this. The the entire conversation, and me and you have had this conversation in the past, Kev, has been nothing about has been nothing but college football. Mm-hmm. Will college football happen? College football. In fact, I'm not going to lie to you. If you had to like down the middle make a, a a percentage of media coverage on particular sports, college football has taken. It's been all about college football, more so than the NFL. And I feel pretty confident about the NFL. But then there's some you know pieces that came out today that said, look. A lot of coaches, although they are allowed to meet with their team right now, are telling their team to stay at home because they still don't know when when camp's opening up. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to create a timeline for teams to start coming and working out and then telling them, okay, we're going to be starting a month later, so now you need to take a month off after we just got you in shape this past month. So now, for the first time in a while, it looks a little dicey about NFL kicking off on time. Now, there's no report saying that it won't, but again, just because they're telling you that September 10th, that that's the target kickoff date, that does not mean that it's actually going to kick off that date because you can't kick off if you haven't even put out a date for teams to start practicing yet. And although there's a date where they're supposed to start practicing, technically, the hard date, there's been no updated COVID date as far as that's concerned because technically they have not been cleared as far as that's concerned. But it seems like college is well on its way to happening. And that's because that needs to happen. There's more on the line for college football than there is for the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's not good for the NFL to take a season off, and I do, not, I do not anticipate that happening whatsoever. There will be some form of the NFL this year. Stadiums, empty stadiums, we will see the NFL this season. Full stadiums, half stadiums. No, you know, empty stadiums. We will see college football this coming up season. So here's what's interesting is when you have a Villanova head coach, Jay Wright, coming out saying that he does not expect to see fans at games this season. That's interesting. Right now, coaches are keeping quiet. They're, they are stay, they're keeping their mouths shut because that impacts a lot of things. For one, you want to keep the excitement going about your program and about the upcoming season. You also don't want to. Uh, you also want to let recruits know that everything is going to be okay. There's a lot of that going on. A lot of times when coaches are talking, it's subliminally it's subliminal messages that they're messages that they're trying to kind of deliver to their recruits without actually talking to their recruits. So Jay Wright coming out and saying this, it does scare me. It does bother me. Uh, I will say that I have a hard time, and I posted this on Facebook earlier, I have a hard time believing that there will be a college football season with fans in the stands, but no college basketball with fans in the stands. You can't justify fans in the stands for football and not basketball, and I know what the next argument's going to be. Inside versus outside. Yeah. Well, again, you have college campuses, as far as I'm concerned. Classes are inside. And a lot are saying that the plan is is to have students return to campus. So if students are returning to campus where they will be staying in dorms inside and attending classes inside, studying in the library inside, eating in the student union inside, I'm sorry, but I have a hard time believing that there are not going to be fans in the stands at basketball games this coming up season. Um, I will say that it has been odd to me. It, you know, it shouldn't be odd because college football is the pr- primary moneymaker. That's what everyone is more focused on. But you've got to understand when college football kicks off and we're talking September, college basketball starts practices a month later. So really the decision making for everything all is under one umbrella. You know, volleyball, football, basketball, 
it's all under the same umbrella right now because it's really just called fall sports. I really wish this would be considered, you know, even though basketball is not a fall sport, it is still technically tipping off in the fall. Like, it's a winter sport, but it's still technically getting underway during those fall months. I mean, practices start in October. Workouts before that even. I mean, then there's some leeway of when you can start practices within a couple weeks of one another. But you know what I mean. So at this point, do you agree or disagree with Villanova head coach Jay Wright as far as his outlook on the season? Jay Wright, head coach for Villanova, saying that college basketball, the season is up in the air and that he does not expect fans in the stands. With everything we just discussed, where do you sit on that? Four five seven nine four six four Flyers fans, I really want to hear from you because I know you're excited. You were punched in the gut this past season. I mean, you were on one hell of a roller coaster ride, and then you didn't even get to experience the funnest part of the. You didn't even get to go upside down. You didn't get the big drop. You, you know, you, you you were just starting to speed up, and then boom, you came to a complete halt. So you've already been impacted as far as that's concerned from a fan perspective, and at least you could start saying, "Okay, well, I'm looking forward to next season." But if there's limited fans available or that are going to be allowed into UD Arena, or no fans allowed in UD Arena, according to Jay Wright. That's just another blow to the Flyer fan base. And that's a blow to all fans around college basketball. But, I'm, you know, we're just talking about the teams locally here. I'm curious, does Jay Wright's comments alert you? Does it bother you? Does it scare you? 457-9464. Kev, I'll start with you. Those comments are weird. That's a big-name coach. Okay, this isn't, just some, this isn't just some coach from a bottom team in the MAC. This is Jay Wright, who's won national championships, who's doing it at Villanova, who's one of the top coaches in the country. That's strange to me that he's coming out and saying that. It's very alarming, but, you know, I can't knock him for it because we don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about this, everything going on with the Oklahoma football team. They don't want their guys coming back until July because they want to see how things are going to play out. I don't – I think the season's going to happen. I think college basketball is going to happen because I don't think you can start football and not have basketball considering if everything's going to go smoothly. Would it be the worst thing in the world if they follow suit with the NBA and not have fans in college basketball? I don't know. I don't, if that's if if no fans in the stands means we're going to get college basketball, that means we're going to get college football, that means we're going to get NFL, then we're all just going to have to be at home watching it on the comfort of our couch, nice bathroom at home, and at the house. I'm with it. Yeah, but there's going to be some schools that say, well, what the hell's the purpose then? What's the purpose of doing this? Because there is a business side of this. And that business side of this, yes, is the school-by-school business, but March Madness. Mm -hmm. For instance, we we just watched that big renovation project at UD Arena. I mean, it's fantastic. Regard, I mean, there's many specula- There's a lot of speculation out there of what was the number one reason that they did it. For one, if you can do it, you always do it. Bottom line, who cares what the reasons are? But one of the reasons that you hear a lot of is, well, now that's going to put them in position to, for one, yes, keep the first four, but to also be in line to host other rounds of the NCAA tournament. That is a trait when you get to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, when, when you get to do it, you want to, you know, you want it to be at, be at its best. It's rare to get it, though. It's difficult to get it for some for some venues. And if you are on the rotation for 2021, I would be pissed. I would say, listen, I find we paid a lot of money. You bid for it. I don't want to host it then. 
I don't want them playing in our arena. I don't want this to count towards one of the times where you look at the next rotation and say, oh, well, we just gave UD, uh, we just gave UD arena the first round of the NCAA tournament this past year, so we'll wait for a couple more years, and UD's not, but you know my point. There's going to be other venues in similar situations. So I, I just don't get it. Um, I, I think this is where a lot of people are questioning. You're seeing a lot of people that are gathering. I'm going to take the protests out of this. Forget the protests, but those are large masses of people gathering, and people don't seem to care about about the coronavirus as far as that's concerned. That's where people are starting to call out the hypocrisy of it. Oh, well, you're not worried about the coronavirus when you're out protesting. You're going to hear a lot of that over mm-hmm. the coming months. That's going to be one of the main you know, counter arguments as far as that's concerned moving forward. Um, but restaurants are open. People are still going to restaurants. Beaches are open. People are gathering shoulder to shoulder beaches. Sports bars. Everything's opening back up. Museums are opening back up. Cedar Point, uh, Kings Island, all these amusement parks, all these, you know, entertainment venues, they're all opening up slowly, but surely. I don't get how you get to November with everything else opening up and say, yeah, we're not opening up. I don't know how you justify that. How do you justify college football having fans in the stands? And don't say outside. I'm not going to put up with that. That, <laughs> that, that. That's dumb. You can just as easily catch it outside, shaking someone's hand, bumping into them, standing too close at the, next to the urinal. Whatever. You can get splatter at the urinal. You don't want that. That's disgusting. You know, you, you know that's why there's that. That's that, nasty on a regular but, day. Uh, absolutely. There's nothing worse, by the way, when you go into a bathroom and there's like let's say there's three and i'm on the far right and the left one far left one's open but some yahoo comes in and pees right in the middle i'm like would you get away from me that irritates me like you would not believe they're just unwritten rules as far as that's concerned but i'm looking at this coach k 73 Bayheim 75 calipari 61 roy williams 69 Izzo 65 leonard hamilton 71 bob huggins 66. It's a lot of old dudes out there coaching college basketball. Yep. So. But, again, I'm not making a decision based on individuals like that because they are just as, they are the same individuals as the 18, 19-year-old kids playing. You decide if you want to play or not. Like, I, I think we're past making this sound like it is this this plague that is just going to totally eviscerate you. Now, you have a higher chance of that happening if you are a Coach K, if you're a Coach Bayham, and, and so on. But, again, if they feel like it's a risk, don't coach. The NBA, for instance, Adam Silver is weighing the option of potentially not allowing Greg, Pop, uh, Greg Popovich and some of the older coaches to coach in the upcoming NBA reboot. And that's leading to a lot of concern and a lot of complications. You know, Coach Popovich said that if he doesn't coach, that's going to be his decision. Mm-hmm. No one else making it for him, uh, because he's you know that would be like you know at other businesses saying, okay, well if you're eight if you're the age eighteen to you know forty five, you're allowed to return to work. If you're fifty five or older, you cannot return to work. Although you might be having their best interest at heart, you still can't do that. And I don't think college basketball is going to do that. And I don't think you're going to cancel a whole season because six of your Hall of Fame legendary coaches are all of age that could make them susceptible to it. So that's going to be interesting. But like I said, Jay Wright coming out announcing that he does not expect to see fans in the stands at the upcoming college basketball season. I just I don't I don't buy that. I don't buy it even right now. And for those who say, like I just heard you say, well, we don't know what's going on. They don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't talk. Have you? I mean, college football coaches aren't really talking right now. They're just talking about what they're doing. Oh, Dabo's with talking. What they know. Well, he don't know how to stop talking. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's put a sock in it, Dabo. I don't think there's enough people there to keep him quiet. To be honest with you, but holy moly, he keeps on going. So that, that's where we're at with that. As far as that's concerned, I do not see a situation where 
there are no fans in the stands in college. I cannot imagine a UD game this year with no stands. Was it Ole Miss that they have us? They just mm-hmm. signed the the home and home with, and of course they have them Ole Miss coming to the to the arena first. If you're UD, put a number on it. Put a, put a percentage on it. I, I mean. I, I don't expect, and by the way, I will say this, I do not expect to attend a game this year at UD Arena with 13,000 fans. Oh, I thought you meant that. Y'all go, I'll watch it at home. I <laughs> know, oh, I mean, look, it, I, I'm, I'm going. I'm going, but no, I don't expect to attend a game this year with 13,000 fans in attendance. I expect probably, you know, a certain, like, I mean, are we talking like the shoe, where you're talking 20,000 to the 100,000 you know, they were allowed to be present. UD is going to have to make some tough decisions. There are a ton of season ticket holders in town. We talked about, man, how does Ohio State decide of all the season ticket holders which ones get to attend this season and which don't? UD is going to have to make that same decision. Possibly. Possibly. But, no, I think that's going to be the toughest decision that's going to have to be made is that more so than not having fans in the stands at all. Basketball more so than any, that's the one I just don't get. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, but four five seven nine four six four Twitter at fourteen ten Kenner or at ESPN Dayton. We'll be back in a moment. More of the Justin Kenner show next. Save up to fifty percent on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Factory Liquidation Tent Sale this weekend only at the Mall at Fairfield Commons. Browse the largest outdoor display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from six major brands at up to fifty percent off. Social distancing and sanitation protocols will be in place. Over forty hot tubs and swim spas will be on display, and every floor model must go. Financing is available and show admission is free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Factory Liquidation Tent Sale this weekend at the mall at Fairfield Commons in the parking lot near JCPenney. Visit hottub.show. Here at AutoZone, we're all about helping you get what you need to keep life moving. Like for that next oil change. Right now, you can get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil, an STP Extended Life Oil Filter, and a Monster Energy Drink, all for just $33.99. And if you need something fast, you can get it fast your way. Whether it's next-day delivery or free same-day pickup, in-store or curbside, the choice is yours. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions and details at AutoZone.com. Foot odor throwing you off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Eaters, featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Eaters powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athletes' foot, while insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart, Target, CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor Eaters. Destroy foot odor with the best in odor defense. Sprint, we understand saving money for your family is now more important than ever. That's why we're offering our best unlimited deal. Switch and get four lines of unlimited for just $100 a month. That's right, four lines for 100 bucks. Plus, the plan includes Hulu, 500 megabytes of mobile hotspot, DVD quality streaming, and more. If that's not enough, we're throwing in four Samsung Galaxy phones on us. And now, Sprint customers enjoy access to expanded coverage on the T-Mobile network. Shop from the comfort of your home at Sprint.com. Call 800-SPRINT-1 or come see us in our stores. Phone after 3542 for much credit for 18 months credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 73121. Pay $35 per month per line with AutoPay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Speed maximums. Use rules. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Cordell Transportation is now hiring Class A CDL drivers with home daily lanes. $2,000 sign-on bonus. Great pay and benefits. 
Transportation.com. Cordell Transportation. Driven to succeed. There's nothing like making a meal with every pot and pan you own. Hours of dishes. Savor every bite of this meal, chef, because for dessert, you'll be having so many dishes. Dish the dishes and get Taco Bell's $5 Chalupa Cravings Box instead. A Chalupa Supreme beefy five-layer burrito, crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and a medium drink for only $5. Order ahead and get yours at Taco Bell's contactless drive-thru. At participating locations for a limited time, prices may vary. Tax extra. Drinks exclude freezes. You have to be up in five hours, two hours, six minutes. And when you hear, you realize that you haven't slept a wink. That's why there's Z-Quil Pure Z's, a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin so you can fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. It's available in both liquid and gummies, tastes great, and is non-habit-forming. Pick up Z-Quil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vic Z-Quil. Z-Quil Pure Z's, naturally superior sleep, available at retailers near you. Hi, Pete Kasuji here to tell you that if you're looking for the very best selection of your favorite garden plants, we grow over 125 varieties of tomatoes, peppers, cabbage, broccoli, cucumbers, cantaloupe, and eggplants. And if you haven't tried our famous neighbor beater tomato and pepper plants, come out and pick up a few and enjoy the best taste you ever had from your garden. They taste so good, you'll wish you planted more. And remember, neighbor beater garden plants are sold only at our garden center at 1309 Brant Pike. So get out that shovel and start digging. It's time for gardens, bedding plants, rose bushes, vines, ground cover, shade trees and shrubs, bird baths and fountains, and so much more. So join the Green Revolution and come out to see us at 1309 Brant Pike, where we're open seven days. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. College football playoffs. Browns, Bengals, Buckeyes, and more. Catch the Keith Fire Show Mondays at noon on 1410 ESPN Radio. are the only human beings in society that can break rules and no one gets mad at them we get mad at the rules like that that I'll never understand that we're going to get into that coming up in hour number 2 why do we praise guys who knowingly break the rules why do we overlook the mishaps of a lot of athletes who break the rules, who cheat the game, and we sit here and act like it's no big deal. In fact, we just sit there and say things, including like what I'm going to say, no one cares. Like, we don't care if a player used steroids. If you dislike Barry Bonds, you care that he used steroids, but that's just because that's something in your, you know, you're putting that in your in your ammo as far as firing away. But if you're a Bonds fan, you don't care. You know, Pete Rose, the, this area is as guilty as any area out there, especially in Reds country, how many deficiencies of Pete Rose do we overlook that we just say, ah, but, you know, Pete, he's been screwed over. He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't get it. Reggie Bush today. Oh, my God, I'm so glad he's back with USC. I don't have an issue with it. But when you really sit back and think about it, it's like, why do we do this? What? He cheated. 
Like, whoa, he's the bad guy, not USC, not the NCAA. Follow the rules. The rules are stupid, but follow them. We'll get to that coming up in hour number two um, because that's something I feel very strongly about because it's interesting. I, I, I just don't get it. it. Sports are the only thing in life that individuals can knowingly break the rules, and we sit there and we don't hold the players accountable. We just sit there and say the rules are stupid. I don't get it. All right, uh, 457-9464. Justin Kenner, Kev Nash back with you here. Uh, just a reminder, tonight, weather does not look good. It's supposed to get uh, pretty rough tonight. Uh, a lot of you know potential hail. I'm not a weather guy, but you know what? If I'm wrong, you know what? I'll just do what all the other weather people do and say, oh, sorry, my bad. I got it wrong. No, they do a great job here locally for all networks. So I want to give them a shout-out. I know a lot of networks have uh, been you know full steam ahead. They've had the whole crew together, and they're keeping track and monitoring the storms that are potentially coming in tonight uh, so be wary of that if you're out and about i don't know what everyone's plans are but just keep that in the back of your head i think we learned last year what happens if you're not cautious about uh, making a plan an emergency plan for when bad weather strikes so i just want to throw that out there bad weather coming uh, could, could start now could start in an hour could start later tonight but just keep that in mind uh and make plans as far as that's concerned all right uh jerry jones nfl owners uh, being questioned right now as far as why we have not heard an owner of an NFL team come and speak out or speak against racism. Um, and there's been a lot of back and forth. I mean, I know Des Bryant over the weekend had tweeted out that uh, somebody should have brought, you know, there was a, a protest in Dallas in Texas. And uh, Des Bryant tweets out that somebody should have brought Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones and Jason Witten to this protest down in Austin. This is not a policy change. This is a heart change. And yeah, I said it. Now, when you end it with, yeah, I said it. I'm telling you right now, for those of you who don't know, when you follow anything, anything you say up with, yeah, I said it, usually anything that's said before, yeah, I said it, there's a there's there's some energy behind it. There's some emotion behind it. That wasn't just a, oh, as a matter of fact, hey man, I oh damn, like oh, I should have picked up Jerry Jones on the way here. What the hell was I thinking? I can't believe I forgot. I'll, I'll text him next time. <laughs> that's not what that was. However, I do believe that uh, he kind of learned his lesson a little bit because not learned his lesson. That's not. I think he kind of caught how his message was being uh, construed because he came out and said that uh, you know he comes out to defend Jerry Jones. This is again former Cowboys receiver Des Bryant. He clarified Monday that his tweet wasn't meant to insinuate that Jerry Jones was racist. As he told Sports Illustrated, saying, "I know Jerry's heart. He's a compassionate person, and he is not." A racist. And meanwhile, Richard Sherman, who has never been a stranger to keeping his opinions to himself, he's been very outspoken about Jerry Jones and the rest of the NFL ownership group as well, saying that why have we not heard a comment or a statement from NFL owners? The last thing we heard from anything league related as far as standing up against racism was the was the message uh, from obviously Roger Goodell this past Friday, um, but earlier today on ESPN's Get Up. Ryan Clark, former NFL star, of course, former Pittsburgh Steeler, won yes, Super Bowl with the Steelers. Ryan Clark had this to say about Jerry Jones. For Jerry Jones to come out right now and make a statement and say that Black Lives Matter, to make a statement and say that there needs to be change in this world, I feel that would be going against what he believes. See, Jerry Jones is doing what the owners do. Jerry Jones is focusing on the people that he cares about. Those are the people that sit in the rooms that he sits in. Those are the people that gets to make decisions on what those black faces do. He's going to stand where he's always stood. He's not going to let the pressure of society, the pressure of his players, or the pressure of actual people making changes. He's going to stay where Jerry, he's going to be on his yacht, he's going to be rich, and he's going to be white. 
uh, powerful uh, words right there. And here's my problem with this. If a individual says something and you want to take it and run with it and paint that individual as racist, go ahead. Because that's their fault for opening their mouth and they shouldn't. Uh, for instance, Dabo, his biggest fault is that he keeps talking. But to, to be fair to him in a small, tiny little bit, if he doesn't talk, He's labeled racist. Like, this is the problem. However, you could just talk and not say anything stupid. I guess that's another option as well that people seem to keep forgetting about. However, I am not a fan of that mentality right there. And me and Kev, we're going to go into this now. I don't like that last statement where he's saying, oh, well, he's just going to continue to be rich on a yacht and white. And we like to associate rich white people as automatically just being racist. And I don't think that's necessarily fair in this situation. Had Jerry Jones come out and made a dumb comment and the media was running his name through the mud saying, oh, he said this. He's a racist. We all know it. I can't defend that because he said something stupid. I also am not a fan of taking silence and running with it as well. I mean, you got to think about look what when when someone is labeled racist and again, not trying to make them the victim here, but when someone's labeled racist, their careers, their businesses, and for those of you here in the local area, you know what I'm talking about. When you want to own a business and you want to spend a lot of money in this area and you want to tweet out and post on Facebook really stupid racist things, when you get exposed, there's no coming back from that. So it's, it's, that's a, you know, but when you don't do that and when there is nothing to insinuate that, but people are going to call you that anyways, that could be a little dangerous as well. So we have to be careful with that as far as I'm concerned from that perspective. At the same time, I'm also confused as to why we are so adamant about hearing from certain individuals. For instance, we want to hear from Roger Goodell. We hear from him and the next three or four days is just saying how so awful he is because he didn't say he forgot Cap's name. Oh, he didn't you know, forget. He it. didn't for well. Okay, he but he intentionally didn't say left it. it. But do we know that? We know that. We know. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to play devil's advocate on both devil's advocate on both sides. Uh, I know that bites me in the butt sometimes. But I try to bring multiple perspectives to this because I'm listening to ESPN Radio all day, and it's nothing but everyone's either racist or that's it. There's no other other alternatives coming into play here. I'm not defending every single of those situations. I'm saying with this one right here, and I'm not doing this because of the Cowboys and it's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones has a responsibility of being a guy that should probably speak up because the guy has never been a stranger to talking in the first place. You can't be an owner and have your own radio show and talk on behalf of your coach and have a, this mentality of I could say whatever I want, whenever I want, and then when people are looking at you to say something, then not say something. I get that perspective. But when we're calling for these owners and certain in these high-profile guys to speak out on something, I don't think we care what they say. We're just waiting to hear their voice so we could do the, yeah, but. All right, I'm wrong. Roger Goodell, I'm wrong. The NFL was wrong. We should have listened to the players. Oh, where was this two years ago? Oh, why are you releasing this at 610 on a Friday <laughs> news dump? That was me. Well, you know what I mean? Like, we, it's, if Jerry Jones, even if Jerry Jones comes out and says something, Ryan Clark, he's still going to be rich. He's still going to be white and he's still going to be on his yacht. So I don't get what being rich, white and on a yacht has anything to do with that other than to kind of give that extra jab. I, like, we want to hear a comment, but no matter what he says, let's be fair, Kev, no matter what he says, we will roll our eyes. We will mock it. It's not like change isn't going to happen overnight, right. and a statement is not going to change who you are. So why are we pushing so hard to hear from these guys, I guess, is my question. It goes back to what we talked about on Monday with mm. Drew Brees. Everyone, we have to accept apologies from people when they make apologies and then hold them accountable for those apologies and the steps that they said they were going to take to make things better. That's all we can do. We can't just keep on harboring on 
no, nah, I don't believe him, I don't believe him. Because we'll get absolutely nowhere. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's in bad faith from all the owners. I think Jerry Jones gets the brunt of it because he is such a loud mouth, but that's what happens when you're a loud mouth. No owner has said anything for any of the teams. Could that be and I'm not defending it? Do you get the vibe that Roger Goodell said, I'm going to release this statement? No one else say a thing. Could this be a could this be a collaborative thing in your opinion? Definitely a collaborative thing, but the vice versa. Mm-hmm. The owners told him, "Hey, because he, he works, works for, for them, them. <laughs> you're going to say <laughs> you're going to release a statement, and that's going to be that." But I think it's in bad faith that you hear from a Kyle Shannon, you heard from Brian Flores, you're hearing from players, but not the actual. You heard from John Elway. Mm-hmm. You know, a GM of a team. You're hearing from all the other people that work in the organization as opposed to the actual people that own the team. Um, some teams released statements. Some teams didn't. Like, so it's uh, it's up in the air. Like, wh- where do you stand as a person? That's like what people want to know. And you're right. When they do make statements now, being so... Two weeks later, it's kind of like we talked about before. Is this just lip service now? So is is that what Jerry Jones is thinking on his yacht? <laughs> is he thinking like, yo, I don't want to release nothing now because everything's going on. Everybody's just going to think it's lip service. Like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Hey, Goodell, go ahead and drop that 6 o'clock news dump. News message, dump, and yeah. that'll be that. Like, So that that's where I'm at with it. I, I would like to hear from each owner have them say something but i think it is that i think it was that i think it came from goodell and that's like the statement that they're going to stand on but best believe when the season comes around jerry's going to be there and he's going to have a million microphones in his face and he's going to have to answer just like any other owner that loves to have their face out there the owner of the washington football team he loves to talk daniel snyder he loves to talk so, till you ask him about Redskins, and all of a sudden he doesn't know how to talk. Anymore. Exactly, <laughs> you know. And then, and yeah, we'll, I know we're gonna get into much later, but that's on the table again. So all this stuff is out there now, and for the ownership, for all these players to be out here talking, your management team is talking with the GMs and scouts, and the coaches are talking, but we're not hearing from the people to actually cut the checks. But see, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, I know you just said why. I just, for me, and here's the deal. When we're in this day and age, I'm always, like, stopping before I say something because I'm always thinking in my head, okay, how is this going to be taken out of context? But I'm saying this. Is that what the owners are thinking? Probably. Um, But the thing is, my point is, is, for instance, like, the the Cowboys did put out a statement. It was one of those little, you know, graphics, those little memes, uh, you know, and it wasn't a suggestion. It was, you know, needed to be done. So they, they had to put that out. But keep in mind, like, a lot of teams are doing that, and they're thinking, okay, that was our statement. We're done. Right. I mean, businesses all around are doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, a, business, a local coffee shop will put out, hey, come drink our coffee, and we're not racist. Here's to the public. The owner of that coffee shop isn't coming out and right. tweeting that same thing. So why are we doing that with this? I know they're, they're going after the most high-profile owner of them all, the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones. Because he carries a lot of weight. He carries a lot of weight, and I get that. Um but man, I, I just think that it's like one thing after it's like we said last week, there's no way in hell Roger Goodell would come out and say that. There's no way the NFL would announce that they're wrong. And then they do it, and now it's like, okay, on to the next thing. Oh yeah, well the Cowboys released a statement. That's nice. But what why haven't we heard from Jerry Jones? We're only gonna hear from Jerry Jones. 
He had that smirk on his face. I don't think he meant it. I think he was forced to do it. I, I guess all I'm saying is, is I don't need to hear it because it's not going to change anything for me. And I'm not talking about me as a white guy. I just mean me in general. If I was an African-American and I heard Jerry Jones come out and say, I'm not racist, I, I wouldn't. Oh, okay, good. I could sleep tonight. I don't think it changes how you view him. No matter what Jerry Jones says, you're still going to view him as the rich white guy on the not you, but like you, you know, people are going to view him as the rich white guy on the yacht. That's not going to change. Um, so I, I guess that's where I'm at with that. Like people's opinions of him are already made up. People mm-hmm. already assume that he's racist. They want to hear you say that you're not racist, so that they can then look back and say, "Well, oh yeah, well how about this? How about that? How come you'll pay your white quarterback and Tony Romo all this money, but Dak Prescott's not getting his money?" I heard that on a couple of shows today. I just I, I don't like where that's going. I'm not saying you can't attack someone for that because if they're showing histories of that, whatever. But I guess with this, I feel like we're we're saying we want something, but I don't think we really want the outcome we're asking for. We just want we want him to be uncomfortable. We want to see Jerry Jones. I mean, Jerry Jones kneeled during the anthem protest. I mean, I'll never forget those memes. I'm sorry, he just <laughs> looks miserable. When remember when he kneeled with the players and he just looked so miserable. Everyone said, oh, "There's no way Jerry Jones will do that." Jerry Jones kneeled with the players. During the first round of protest back in 2016, that picture still gets floated around from time to time, and he just looks miserable the whole time. But it's like he did that, and people still said, oh, does it matter? He he only did it because there was so much pressure. But that's what we're going to do here. Folks, if you think he's racist because of his previous actions or previous what he hasn't done more so than what he has done, him saying something isn't going to change that, I guess, is my point. I don't know if I'm... But you see what... Like, yeah, nothing, I see what you're No saying. matter what he says, it's not going to change oh, yeah, for anything. sure, for sure. And that's what I was, I was saying on Monday. Like, we as a people, as everybody, need to understand, like, when people make statements or make apologies, that's all they can do at this point. Like, there's not going to be like, all right, on Sunday I feel this way, and then on Monday I feel the total opposite. People have to educate themselves and be self-aware and then make those changes going forward. We can't just judge them off one one statement. Mm-hmm. They have to judge them off for a long-term situation. So if Jerry comes out tomorrow and makes a statement, that doesn't change anything. It's, all right, what does he do the week after that, the week after that, the month after that? What initiatives is he producing in his hometown in Arkansas? What is he doing in Dallas to create change? Those are the things that actually create change and make a difference. But I do think it is a bad look that you have Tom Herman making statements. You have Ryan Day making statements. You have all these big-time college football coaches making statements. Not call BS on all that stuff, too. That's all sales pitch stuff. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that they don't believe that. That's not what I'm saying. But those guys, like, it's different. Like, Jerry Jones, you're hitting the free agent market. There's people, I mean, like, it's different. Tom Herman, he needs to, because he's going to sit in these African-Americans athletes' living rooms to ask them to come play for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he doesn't believe that. I'm not saying Ryan Day doesn't believe what he said either. But this is. But I'm doing what I was just saying we were going to do to Jerry Jones. No matter what they say, we'll find an angle to say, oh, you're not genuine. Tom Herman, of course he's going to say that, because Why? Half the athletes that you're going to go sit in the living rooms of are going to be African-American, and you don't want them sitting there saying, well, I haven't heard Tom Herman speak on this, and I mean, I don't really want him in our, in our living room if, if, he, if he's racist. So, again, it's all everyone has a motive for why they put certain things out. Everyone should have one motive and one motive only, and that's to initiate change, and I just don't think that everyone has that same mindset, which is what all this is about, getting everybody on right. the same page. I'm just one of those where... I don't just think because the protests happened one week that everyone's having this awakening. Like all right. these white people are just like, oh, man, I've just been so blind to this my whole life. And now all of a sudden I see it. You've seen it. 
Right. You didn't need this to happen to see it. Now you're just being put on the spot. And I guess that's why I'm like, I'm not buying all the disingenuous responses because I'm like, you're only saying this because everyone's being put on the spot. And that's where I'm like uncomfortable with a lot you're of this. And I don't like you're it, uncomfortable that sense. with the lip service. Th- yeah. Because, I mean, we saw Tamir Rice. We saw Trayvon Martin. We saw all these things before. And that's we talked about this off mic about like, I, I asked you like, so what, what makes this different? What makes this George, George Floyd situation different from all the others? Was it because we were all in the house because of COVID-19 that made people <laughs> just get up off the couch and say enough is enough? And wow, I didn't know you had it that bad type of vibe i don't know what it is but it's what keith was talking about on monday's show was let not let this be a moment let this be a movement and that's what i'm talking about holding people accountable so if you have people that have called you and had that lovely phrase say what can i do to help hold them accountable tell them what they can do to help and if they do it for one week and they're with you one week and then all right man Middle of the summer, it's July, everybody's having a good time, and it's, like, faded away. Everything that we've been doing these last couple of weeks has faded away. Make sure they're involved again. You know, hold people accountable. It's, it's almost like how I talk to people about my uh, younger cousins about being accountable for people that they vote for and hold celebrities accountable. We can hold everybody accountable. There's nothing wrong with holding people to what they said they were going to do. And that's what we have to do. That's how you continue the movement of equality for everybody. People that weren't involved in the movement before that feel inspired now, make sure they continue to be inspired. All right. Justin Kidder, Kevin Nash with you here. Uh, let's go to, we got, is it Charles or Charlie? Charlie. Charlie, what's up, man? Thanks for holding. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, that's some pretty deep discussion. I don't like I didn't mean to cut in on all that stuff. But, it's a, uh, if you, <laughs> that's totally you fine. Did you? I tell you what, I, I will throw in on it a little bit. I listened to Gerald McCoy yesterday on, uh, oh, Colin Cowherd, man. That dude, I love that guy. He, he's got the right mindset. He talked about spreading the love, and uh, there's just so much focus on negativity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he he had that positive voice, and it's like that's like especially when like a defensive lineman comes out like that, you know, like the biggest baddest dude. It's like, man, <laughs> just, we need to love each other. I'm like, that's the guy right there. That's the guy you're supposed but, uh, to be a bouncer at a bar or something like this big scary guy, and like you know, I love that man. Like, yeah, like, huh. but uh, no, I actually called in because. Uh, you got back on the Baker Mayfield thing, <laughs> and you're talking about after two years, everybody's throwing him the bus. But look, here's the thing: Andy Dalton, the whole time he was with the Bengals, he got everybody hated him. And I just and like I understand, like yeah, you should give Baker more than two years, but Andy Dalton after five straight playoffs, it was like he still was garbage, and, and so. It, it could just be a bias thing because you're a Browns fan and, like, I was a Bengals fan, or I am a Bengals fan. But, um. He said it was. <laughs> Me on my, my, my Browns yacht? Are you, are you saying I'm on my Browns yacht? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> No, 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 no! I'm just, you know, it's, it's no. Here, here's the difference. I agree, I, th- I, th- I think I agree with you because as a as an Andy Dalton fan, I always was like, wow, he hasn't done any worse than Peyton Manning did his first couple of years. I mean, obviously his career didn't turn out like that, but I mean, five playoffs in, in the first five years, and people are like he's not that good. I'm like, with Baker Mayfield, it's like, well, it's no surprise that people are just throwing him under the bus because he hasn't even made the playoffs, you know. 
No, right. and I get that. And keep in mind with Andy Dalton, I think the difference is, is we keep trying to compare, well, this quarterback at this team did this. For instance, like, you know, you want to look at Alex Smith. Alex Smith made the playoffs a ton as a starting quarterback at the National Football League, but no one ever looked at, oh, Alex Smith was the reason they got there. I mean, he played a role in why they got there, but, he, you know, you never looked at an Alex Smith-led team to get there. You know, Andy Dalton... You know, no one looked at that as, oh, they're in the playoffs because of Andy Dalton. He played a role in them getting there, but it was a lot of times the defense. And, yes, they had good offensive weapons, don't get me wrong. But no one ever said, he's their one, two, or three reasons of why we're here. If the Browns get to the playoffs, it's going to be because Baker is their number one reason as to why they got there. They're not getting there with average play from Baker Mayfield. So the expectations are different for Baker and Andy. Uh, So that's why I look at it a little different. I guess, but I mean, the Browns are pretty stacked. I mean, no, now, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Freddie Kitchens, man, I don't care. I, you give him, you give him the best roster in football. They're not winning games because of Freddie Kitchens. That wasn't the only thing. Uh, I think you know they bought into the hype the previous season, but look, I think they were humbled. I think last year was the best thing that could have happened to him because I think it did wake Baker up. There's a reason he doesn't talk and doesn't say anything at all right now. So we'll see. Well, if that I mean, it's too it's too full because I mean, not only did he have a bad season, but Lamar Jackson. Uh, I mean, he was picked, you know, at the end of the first round. No one, I mean, he was a Heisman Trophy winner, so I guess it wasn't like a crazy surprise. Yeah, but, but I think if you put like Baker in those... He's of the league, him and Mahomes, and it's like, Baker who? You know what I mean? Yeah, but so see, Patrick Mahomes, Pat, Patrick Mahomes goes to a playoff team. Uh, who has weapons already waiting for him when he gets there. Same thing, obviously, with uh, Lamar Jackson. He has weapons all around him when he gets there. Baker, yes, did have weapons, at least in not you know as much in year one, and he made a lot more happen in year one with less talent. Freddie's the reason in year two it all you know stumbled. But that's the argument people keep making for uh, Joe Burrow coming in. Everyone's like, oh, Joe Burrow... You know, remember, there's a reason they're two and fourteen. Well, that would make sense if the same two and fourteen roster is what was back the next year, but this isn't the same roster, so that's why I don't buy in to that wholeheartedly. Like I think there is expectations when you have that elite wide receiving core that he has. So we'll see. Hey Justin, let me ask you this because I'm I mean, much bigger of a market than Cincinnati. I mean, it's not like going from Cincinnati to Houston, uh, and it's not like the Browns. I mean, they've been in the playoffs once in the last twenty years. And what I never understood, like going into the season, Bengals, no one, no one, like, oh, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. It, you know, I haven't heard anything, even like going 500. And that's, that's a normal expectation. But when, it, but last year with Baker, it was, God, the pressure was insane. And it was like the pressure you put on, like, the Cowboys. I didn't, I never understood that. Well, I think it's because when you go from 0-16 to a 7-win improvement the next season, and then you take that, you only expect to get better moving forward. So then when you add an OBJ and add a Kareem Hunt and you get rid of the the calamity that was Hugh Jackson, everyone just thought, oh, man, there's only one way to go, only one place to go from here, and that's up. That was not the case. There was a lot more underlying issues with that. But you were saying? No, I just just thought it was weird that they put so much pressure on the Browns because – you know, like with the Bengals, like they're just kind of, you know, it's like, yeah, we drafted Joe Burrow and that was kind of news. But right now it's like, eh, nobody even cares or talks about the Bengals. But when it was the Browns, it's like every day you turn on the radio. It was all, and I'm like, you know, they the New York Giants. Like, why? Wow, I just, I felt like the pressure was unfair for a, for a team with a new coach. You know what I mean? Especially that coach, Hufa. <laughs> I still have nightmares about that. There's like seems to be no pressure on the Bengals at all. And I'm with you, and I'm against that. Like I feel like there should be, and that's not me being a hater. That's me acknowledging that they have talent. 
Like, I, I really think that they have talent to rival the Browns' talent, at least as far as, like, the sexy position players are concerned. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, the, the position well, players, they're they're they have sexy names all over the talent. place. That's it's, the difference. Mm-hmm. Because the Browns have all kind of cool, like, names and, like, these kind of stud guys, but a lot of them are new to the team or just young, whereas the Bengals, it's like our best players are A.J. Gray and Geno Atkins. They've been there 10 years. Carlos Dunlop, 10 years. You know, like, they're, they've been there. The team is older, you know. I mean, yeah, we brought in some newer guys, but... That's why I don't think they should extend A.J. Green. You you were lucky to get T. Higgins in that first pick in the second round. I would not give him that money. I would I would give some of that money trade, to... to uh, I'd trade him at the trade deadline. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, I, if they're rolling, yeah, it's that, different. I said that, and somebody's like, where did you even hear that? I was like, I was just thinking that gives T. Higgins enough time to, like, get adjusted. I mean, he's a number one receiver. Like, what are you going to do with him? You well, it gives you enough time to find out stud. if it is. If eight games in or seven games in, T. Higgins looks like a bust or doesn't look like one of your main weapons, then maybe you hold on to A.J. Green a little longer just to keep that veteran w- receiver with Burrow for another eight games. But if T. Higgins is just killing it and you can justify moving on from A.J. Green and you're not going to make the playoffs anyways, you need to have that You need to have that conversation internally. I'm just not a fan of giving a receiver who's missed 23 of the last 24 games a, a max extension like that. I, that worries well, me. On a young team, as you that, just alluded to. Not only that, but there's a couple scenarios where it's it would be perfect for him, because you got Indianapolis. I, I mean, Tampa Bay doesn't really need receivers, but there's like there's there's some teams with like quarterbacks that only have like one or two years left, so it would be perfect to get A.J. Green for that little bit of a run. Just don't send but, him to uh, Pittsburgh, man. But hey, we're out of time. <laughs> All right, Justin. Take care. You too. Great hearing from you, man. Thanks. Four five seven nine four six four. That wraps up a long hour number one, and we head into a fun pack, jam packed hour number two. Don't go anywhere. For the ones we trust to always be there. For the ones caring for others. For the ones who keep things going, no matter where they are. In extraordinary times, extraordinary people step up, like the ones standing guard and standing on the front lines, and the ones who are staying apart while still working together. With your efforts, we will get through this. We're grateful for all you do. Visit Granger.com for resources that can help as you create your recovery plan. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities. Or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Day may feel a little different this year, but it's important to show Dad you care. At Kohl's, save on gifts he'll love, like tees and polos, kitchen electrics, and anti-gravity chairs with an extra 20 or 15% off, plus an extra $10 off your Father's Day purchase of $50 or more. You don't have to spend a lot to say, thanks, Dad. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 11th through 21st. 10 off 50 with promo code DAD10. 15 or 20% off with promo code SAVEMORE. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parents and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. 
And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Headlines say becoming a homeowner is harder than ever. But when you use the Ohio Housing Finance Agency's down payment or closing cost assistance, discounted interest rates for recent college grads, teachers, nurses, veterans, and more, buying a home isn't as tough. Not a first-time home buyer? We've got a program for you, too. Find out if you qualify at myohiohome.org. That's myohiohome.org. Homeownership. It's within reach. AAA is here for you. Not a member, not a problem. Everyone can save $40 on any repair of $150 or more at a AAA Tire and Auto Center. On Twitter, make sure to give us a follow. Search 1410 Kinner for Justin Kinner on Twitter. That's 1410 K-I-N-N-E-R and ESPN Dayton for the station Twitter handle. WYNG 1410 Dayton. Dayton's ESPN Radio. It's the Justin Kinner Show, live here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM. Tweet the show at 1410 Kinner or give us a call at 457-9464. We now send you to the Wing Studios in Kettering. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Justin Kenner, Kev Nash with you here on 1410 ESPN Radio. I was getting worried, at? man. I was like, just, just letting it <laughs> trying count. to catch the vibe, catch the beat. You know. <laughs> got my ADD just staring out this window. Got the rain coming down. Got a nice little storm here in the area. So keeping that in mind. How about this? Joshua, uh, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury have agreed to the basics of a deal to fight two times in 2021. Let's go. Um, now, this is great. I feel like boxing is getting a little bit of momentum because the three biggest names in boxing are obviously Joshua, uh, and then, you know, Fury and Wilder. And we've already seen, we're about to see the trilogy, we're about to see the, the you know, that matchup be finalized, you know, hopefully here in the, you know, in 2020, you're going to have Fury and Wilder part three, that'll end that trilogy, and then you go on to the next thing, which is obviously most, I mean, Look, I always wonder too. If, you know, Fury loses, does that impact it? No, you still think you're going to see Fury uh, and Joshua there next year. We knew. I mean, I remember right after that fight between Fury and Wilder, Joshua's name was right up right away. Like right away, the attention was going to the rematch. Like, okay, you know, Wilder got the first one, Fury got the second. Obviously, you have to have the rubber match. But Fury won in such dominating fashion that people started asking, you, "What? What the heck happened?" I mean, we we saw draw. Fury draw. Fury. Draw Fury. So we, we saw that it got to the point to where it's like, you know, the adjustments that Fury made, it got to the point to where it's like, well, can Wilder do anything different? I mean, I know he talked about the heavy suit that he wore before. Horrible uh, excuse. I'll, I'll still never forget that night, Kev, because me and a, a group of friends were all, you know, got together to watch the fight and we're getting impatient. You know, we'd been drinking. We'd finally eaten. The undercard is just, it's taking way too long. Like, we're bored with the undercard. We're like, okay, enough. Like, we're ready for this fight. Finally gets to this fight. But all night throughout the night, 
they're showing Fury running around in his underwear. He's screwing around in the back, you know, in, in the back. Uh, you know, him and all his buddies. He's taking pictures, and you know, he, he's putting on masks and hats, and he's just having fun. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he looked loose, and he he looked like a guy that had already been paid his millions, which he had. He the thing is, it didn't matter who won or lost that fight from a financial standpoint. Yes, you got more for the winner, but both were coming away pretty handsome way as far as the purse was concerned for that. Um, but it was funny because I'm watching Fury, who's just. I'm not saying he wasn't taking it serious, but that's his personality. He's just a very loose, fun, outgoing guy. But then they would pan over to Wilder, and Wilder just looked scary. He looked mean. He looked like he was ready to go. If, if someone walked in the room, he looked like he was ready to fight right then and there. And everyone in the room was like, oh, that he, he already hasn't won. Fury's already lost the fight because, look, he's not even worried about the fight. And it's just that's what made that fight so funny is because you had two guys who were just absolutely, totally different. Totally different. Personalities aren't even close to being the same. Body build is not even close to being the same. Preparation not close to being the same. Um, the attention to detail, the getting prepared for the fight beforehand was not even the same. That's what made that so fun. You know, a lot of times we have athletes in other sports where they're just so much alike. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. You know, they, they, they play alike. They have the same type of style. They just, they, they mirror one another. Um, and that's fun too. But I love matchups where you're just night and day different, where you know you have the good guy and the bad guy. And that's what this felt like here. Fury uh, was, it's hard to root for him because he's so mouthy, he's so obnoxious, he doesn't take it serious. Everyone in the room was against Fury. I was like, because of my personality, I want Fury. I'm putting my money on Fury. Everyone else was all about obviously going for Wilder, and of course Fury comes out on top. And it's not because I knew; I just know nothing to you know about that. But you know what I mean. Yeah. It was just from that aspect, I loved it. I was hooked all week. You were like, "Oh, you get in the fight." You get in the fight. I'm like, Kev, no one gives a crap about boxing. Of course I'm not getting the fight. I got talked into getting the fight by the end of the week because the build to it I thought was fantastic. I thought they displayed both you know, in interviews throughout the week and both personalities got to shine. I'm excited about this. Joshua, I've been you know, trying to get you know, catch up on him a little bit to see. I'm pumped. I, I can't believe I'm at the point now where I'm literally constantly checking updates on boxing throughout the day and throughout the week because I want to know when that next super fight's going to be. I loved the Wilder Fury fight. Uh, I don't care if it wasn't a good fight, but the build to it and the storytelling within it was just fantastic. I'm excited for what's next because you're going to get Wilder Fury Part Three, and then right into the two fights in 2021 with Joshua and and Fury. That that's good for boxing. You have three legit stars right now. It's not like you know, it's not as deep as it used to be decades ago. But this is a good start. Keep developing these guys. Keep building these guys up. Boxing's in it's in solid shape right now. It's not great shape, but it's in pretty good shape. It's as good a shape it's been in in quite some time. Yeah, you had uh, Shakur Stevenson uh, win a fight last night, first boxing match since COVID nineteen protocols been. In place, he not to do it out with a body shot, a vicious body shot. Now he's a smaller guy, he's being compared to the next Floyd Mayweather, but he's a skillful boxer from Newark, New Jersey. Uh, won silver medal in the 2016 Olympics, and he's got go. But you talk about Wilder and Fury, man. Think about it. That happened February 22nd. That was like the last big outing of 2020. Like that was like the last time I was like out the house around a whole bunch of people. I went to a, a restaurant in town who had to fight on and was out there with a couple of people from the station. And, uh, you know, wings, good beverages, entertaining fight. And you never thought, like, oh, this is the last time I'm going to be hanging out with a whole bunch of people again. That was. No kidding. <laughs> and I was just getting done being sick. That was right before I went to New York. 
So, interesting nonetheless. But I'm pumped about this. And I'm glad that they're doing this because I think you could have Fury in Wilder Part 3. If it comes down to it, they're looking for venues to put in front of fans. I think you could do that one without. I think you can get away with it. To be honest, do you believe, Kev, that sometimes you can take advantage of the fact that no one can go? Like, I actually, I, I, I changed my stance on this. I'm like, no, Fury Wilder, you need to wait to 21. Make sure there's fans there. I think because we're so starving for sports, I think what would actually help boxing is even in an empty arena, putting that thing on in front of no fans because the product would be taken in more that way. And I don't know. I, I'll tell you what. I'm. I used to be a huge boxing fan. I've, I faded away, but I'm starting to get back into it a lot. You know, watching that Shakur Stevenson fight last night, they basically were in a ballroom with the ring, and like you could hear everything. Like you, you know, like uh, when they do the uh, 10 second on the clock thing with the chalkboards, like that was so loud. So. And, you know, they talked to him after the fight. And, like, yeah, he could hear the ringside announcers. I know they were talking about that during the MMA fights as well. It just seemed weird. So I encourage everybody to watch these MMA fights with no people in the crowds and these boxing matches with no one in the crowd to get ready for baseball, to get ready for possibility of NFL and college football games and the NBA without fans because it is an adjustment. Um, you know, you talk about uh, fighting without fans in the crowd for a big matchup like a Fury Wilder 3, I, I believe that would take away from some of the excitement. Would it? I, I, I think so. Um, you know, and, and for those guys, I mean, you know, we talk about bring your own energy. You know, we're talking about that with basketball with no fans. Like, man, you got to pack your own energy. You got to bring energy. Like, I think that's different from a fighter's perspective. I, I worry that, like, people won't, quote unquote, get their money's worth. Like, they feed off the crowd. Like, it's almost, especially like a boxing and MMA, it's almost like wrestling. That's why when I ask you, like, how are the wrestling matches now without fans? Because, like, that, that's part of their stick is to be involved with the fans. It's a very fan play yeah. You got your good guy, bad guy. Yeah, very well, how do you have? How do you not have a, how do you have a good guy, bad guy? Well, how do you know who the good and bad guy is if there's no one booing him? Yeah. That's how you tell who, who's the bad guy. Oh, they're, they're, they keep booing him. So, I mean, it's very simplistic, but it's. Yeah, it's part of tell. the show. It's part of the show. Uh, I I don't necessarily think that fans are a part of the show in the NBA and baseball. I don't necessarily put equate fans being part of the show, but in boxing, in wrestling, and in MMA, I think they're part of the show. So I would worry about that. Um, if they do put it on TV without fans, I'm buying it. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to do. I don't know how uh, how how deep the boxing fan base is uh, here as far as our listenership is concerned, but I am curious. 457-9464. Fury and Wilder, part three. I'm curious. Do fans need to be in attendance to give that closing chapter it's just due? 457-9464. I'm with you, too, because... It does that. Now, you said baseball. I agree with you about the regular season. It doesn't matter. I mean, hell, as Reds fans around here, we're used to watching our team in, with, in empty stadiums. But, like, playoff baseball is always billed as this different thing. Playoff baseball is playoff baseball because every game you watch, it's shoulder-to-shoulder, corona-spreading, uh, you know, danger. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's that intense. Like, it's insane. So, It's I, like a I light agree. switch in baseball. When, when you watch baseball, playoff baseball, the intensity – is up there because it's just something different about playoff. I love playoff baseball. So it's just, it's, 
unbelievable. NBA, we know what's also weird about the NBA. This is, you know, we're talking about the energy of games. Almost every NBA arena throughout the season, not everyone, but almost everyone is, for big games especially, sold out. Like, every time you watch a game on ESPN, it's usually sold out, or every, the lower bowl's full. Like, it's a packed crowd always. Mm-hmm. But it's funny how a sold-out crowd during the regular season, it, how a sold-out crowd in the playoffs just looks different. Yeah. It just feels different. Give out those cool t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what's always insane to me. For instance, the Super Bowl. They play in NFL stadiums. Those same NFL stadiums are full throughout the regular season. You know, the Patriots, you know, they, they play in a sold-out stadium every week. The Browns play and more times than not when, especially when things are going a little better, sold-out stadiums. So when the Super Bowl ends up like the Falcons, they play in front of sold-out crowds all the time for their home games. But the Super Bowl, when it was held in Atlanta, it was interesting because it just seemed different. Like the Super Bowl crowd's the same size as the regular season crowd, but the Super Bowl crowd just seemed different why did it look different that's what's always amazing to me is how the playoff crowds are the same amount of fans in the stands as the regular season but they just look different and it's not that they look different it's the energy you don't realize the energy that they are putting off even through the television screen with the viewers you mentioned wrestling a little bit ago i know this sounds dumb but like it was too awkward it was too awkward having no fans. ratings have plummeted really what they've done is now they have taken their developmental guys from nxt and now, honestly, this sounds so stupid because I know that their whole shtick is to just sit there and cheer. But literally, they take all their NXT guys now, and now they're the fans. Mm. They've surrounded the ring with about 10, 20, 30 of these wrestlers who just, they cheer the good guy, they boo the bad guy, they interact with the guys in the ring. And it makes a night and day difference. And it's so weird because you know it's BS that they're out there, that it's, it has, you know, they're not real fans. But when a big move happens and they go crazy for it, like it, it changes the viewing experience in a basketball game. Folks, when LeBron James, you know, just steamrolls down the middle of the paint and posterizes somebody and there's no cheer or there's no boo, it's going to be strange. It's going mm-hmm. to be weird. It's going to be hard to you know to get that. Football will be the weirdest sport if it comes to that with no fans in attendance. But four five seven nine four six four, Joshua Fury, two fights, twenty twenty one, finalizing that deal. Uh, but we now know that Fury and Wilder will close out their you know their their fights coming up in twenty twenty. Looking for venues that could have fans, but it's not guaranteed that they will. My thing is is. I, I can't tell. Will it be? Would it be good for boxing to get that type of level fight, Kev? I know it needs to be in front of fans, but because of the circumstances, I would almost say, hey, I'm willing to put this fight on without fans because I think it's important that we put our product on during a time that people are starving for sports and not just throwing some two randos out there. Right. We are throwing two of Big our names. biggest names. That's why I think boxing could really benefit from maybe moving up that Wilder Fury fight. Move it up. Your two biggest names on the biggest stage, fans are starving for sports. I think that would be huge for the sport because you know how many people didn't want to pay the pay-per-view price? Not saying they'd be wanting to now. Maybe they don't do a pay-per-view. I don't know how that'll work. I'm just curious people's thoughts. Let's go to Mike. Mike, thanks for holding. Hey, guys. How are you? All right. How are you guys today? I figured you'd be the perfect uh, person to call in for this. Yeah. I was sitting, <laughs> listening to, sitting on my bed, watching, and I was looking at this weather. My God, these huge trees are going back and forth, back and forth. What part of Dayton are you calling from, Mikey? Uh, uh, just, uh, I'm calling from Miami Township. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But anyway, now I think this is a golden opportunity for boxing to step in and steal the spotlight from the other sports. Mm-hmm. And I think, you said the wrestling went downhill because there was nobody in attendance? 
that, that I mean, I think that has something to do with it. It's it's not the same viewing experience. It's just I not. think, but I think boxing could get by with that. I think I think boxing uh, uh, could could uh, uh, sneak in, and 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 I think they could get by with that. Mikey, I, I agree, and here's why: because boxing is so far and few between. With wrestling, at first, like I think their ratings went up at first because I think people were like, "Wait, what? What is that even?" They couldn't imagine what a wrestling show would look like with no fans. So ratings went up. Just I think the curiosity factor, and I think every week it's just not enough to be able to sustain viewership every single week. But for boxing, high-profile boxing matches like this, I think it could overcome it. I really do. Well, you, you figure too. Uh, wrestlers wrestle what two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. Boxers fight maybe once every four or five, maybe six months. Yep. And and and, and the reason for that is is that, and I'm not trying to minimize a professional wrestling because I think no, it's it's not on the same level. I'm just from a production no, 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 standpoint, no, but it I looks do think similar. Wrestling is more real than people give it credit for, though. Uh, but what I it's but not what real. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's I not mean, real, Mikey. It's okay. It's okay. Since I was a little kid, you know. Well, that's all fake. That's all fake. But anyway, I know it's a little more real than people give it credit for. But 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 boxing is more brutal, and that's why fighters do not fight as often. Champions do not defend their titles. Heavyweight boxing champions don't defend their titles as often as a heavy heavyweight wrestling champion does. A heavyweight wrestling champion may wrestle two or three, maybe four times uh, uh, nights a week, where a, a heavyweight boxing champion might go six months, maybe if if. if you know he's hurt or something like that. Maybe even a year. You know, and and so. But I think if they, what, I tell you what, I really would love for them to do is bring back closed circuit television. That was exciting. Yeah. At the movie yeah. theaters or at venues like uh, UD Arena or Hair Arena. You know that that was exciting. But you know, pay per views are all right too. I think I think it could I think it could make boxing elevate boxing. Uh, it might not surpass some of the major other sports, but I think it could uh, uh, definitely make a comeback. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's trying. I mean, trust me, it would want to be. It, it would want to skyrocket back up to the top, but I think right now, it's looking for that opportunity to capitalize on the momentum. And I, and like Kevin, I just said, and, and you're chiming in on this too, and bring up good points. Like right now, capitalizing on no sports being on, it's not just having a boxing event. Because they're all in limbo it's having right the now. one. Yeah. like are laying dormant. And, and where boxing can just step in and, and, and grab the attention of everybody, and people may say, you know what, I got hooked on boxing. I think I'm going to stick with boxing for a while. Yeah, because you don't have to over-promote it because you're not. there's be no ticket sales. So you just need to make sure you're giving it just a healthy enough promotion to, to drive the maybe the pay-per-view sales or I don't know how they would do it or whatnot, but it really isn't something that they would have to wait too long to do. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they really want it in front of fans, but I think they're missing out on an opportunity. Because well, if they wait too long, Mikey, and do the fight in August or September, now you're trying to get people to focus on that when they've been starving for baseball, they've been starving for basketball, football starting, high school, college, and so on. I think that would be the one risk that they're taking as far as yeah. that's concerned. Well, I'll tell you what boxing really needs. It needs a charismatic figure. I think that's Fury. Do you not think that's Fury? Uh, well, I, I was thinking more uh, the type uh, like a Dempsey Alley charisma, not 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 a mediocre charisma. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think what, what, I mean, I don't know how boxing works, Mikey. I don't know, like, I mean, I, are they, they're independent, right? Like, they're not contracted through any kind of, right. you, yes, you know. It's well, not like, they're so not like organized like the other sports. He, he needs to be out. He they needs don't have, to, they're not union, they're not pension, they don't have pensions or health care. He needs to like be that. seen more. Like, I know he shouldn't just be seen during fights because his personality is one of those that, the reason I got drawn into the fight, Mikey, is because he was on all the sports shows that week. And I had heard about the fight. I didn't really care about it. And then I sat down to watch one of his interviews and he had me cracking up like he's hilarious i just think that some of those guys to your point whether you think they're charismatic or not regardless i still think they need to be seen more and not just seen a week leading into the big fight right, i think right, that absolutely. could help us well. i agree with that too but i still think uh, even even somebody doesn't even have to be a heavyweight a sugar ray leonard uh-huh uh, uh roberto duran you know or or, or uh, a ray boom boom mancini you know somebody like that um but I, I, I think that if, it's, if they had somebody with charisma, and also I want to talk about this Tyson comeback, too. Yeah, we only have 60 seconds. So okay, make it well, quick. I don't think, this thing's been in the works for a long time. This just didn't happen overnight. They, they've, been, they've been building this up for a long time. And, and, but, but one more quick thing, and I'll let you go. Mm -hmm. Did you ever see the fight? Don't kill me, but no, I have not. I'm oh, not going to lie to you, but I have not. You're driving yourself, buddy. <laughs> you're gonna, when you watch that fight, isn't that right, Kevin? You said you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. When he watches it, he's going to wonder why it took him so long to watch it. <laughs> and another fight I want to recommend, too, is George Foreman versus Ron Lyle in 1976. There you Short go. Fest. Did you see that, Kevin? I probably have because uh, my uncle and my brother are huge boxing fans. So that's like basically how I got into it. But, you know, that's how I got into boxing. So I probably have so, a lot of those old school fights. But good stuff there. Mikey, thank you uh, for uh, for calling in. I appreciate it. Four five seven nine four six four. Uh yeah, I, I don't I know boxing is not as popular as what it used to be. Um, but it got me hooked. Like I, I was trying to think of the last thing that got like the last new thing. Like, you know, you're you're a baseball fan your whole life, basketball right. fan, football. What's the, what for you? What is the last new thing? And I'm not talking about a show, Man. but is there a new? Uh, what's the last sport that you jumped on? What is the like? If that makes sense, like for me, basketball was my love from the very beginning. Then football, and then baseball. Like I remember, like the sports I fell in love with. Actually, that's a good question for people. I'm curious. What's the what? What is the last sport that you remember falling in love with? I would assume MMA because that's one of the no. I don't not, love. You're not MMA. big on that. Okay, not, I, I, I watch it because it's on. I don't love it though. Like there, it's not appointment viewing. Like not even like championship fights are appointment viewing for me. Like if it's on, I check it out. Like all right, I ch checked out highlights. Especially now because so much MMA is on YouTube and on ESPN and everything like that. I don't. I could couldn't tell you the last time I watched a whole MMA fight. All right, we'll be thinking about that during the break. What is the last sport? Like, if you, like, for instance, for me growing up, the first sport I fell in love with was basketball. It was, I mean, I loved basketball from the time I was a very little kid. I absolutely loved it. Then I fell in love with football, then baseball. So I guess baseball would be the, the last sport that I jumped on was, was baseball. Actually, technically boxing now. Boxing is something I'm, I'm jumping in. So I'm curious for people, what is that, what is that sport? that you jumped on recently? Like, what is the last sport that you were kind of late coming to the to the party? I mean, everyone loves sports growing up, but they're, you didn't always love everything all at one time. I'm sure it took time, right? Four five seven nine four six four. We'll be back in a moment. ESPN 1410, Wing AM, weather. 
Severe thunderstorms this afternoon with a high of 86 degrees. Tonight, severe thunderstorms down to a low of 60. And tomorrow, sunny skies with a high of 81. I'm Leanna Ray for 1410 ESPN Radio. Weather is brought to you by Cullet Propane. 98% of their customers recommend Cullet. If you wouldn't recommend your current supplier, check them out at CulletPropane.com. You have empty office space to fill. You know what you need, and you know what you'd like. But you also have a pretty good idea after you've shopped around the usual places that what you need and what you'd like, it might not happen. Well, then you haven't been to Charles Larrick's Warehouse Outlet. Nobody has their selection. Nobody has their discounts. And every week there's something new. If you need office furniture, Charles Larrick's Warehouse Outlet can sell it to you for half price and below manufacturer's suggested prices. Half price and below on hundreds of items. Selection? From budget to the best, really. Desks from fifty to five thousand dollars. File cabinets twenty-five to five hundred dollars. Before you go anywhere else, do yourself a favor and come to Larrick's Outlet with eighty-seven thousand square feet of selection. You're not going to go anywhere else. Charles Larrick's Warehouse Outlet. Two locations: one at twenty-three MacOil Street, Dayton; the other, Unique's Unlimited on South Dixie. Open Monday through Friday, ten to six. Saturday, 10 to 4. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $50 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. The biggest local and national guests sit down for the biggest interviews with Justin Kinner on 1410 Wing Live. Presented by Arrowhead Tax Service. Follow along live on ESPN Dayton's Facebook page and catch all previous episodes am.com. Guys, are you feeling more tired? Run down? When you spend so much time indoors like we've been? Your body can't create all the energy it used to, making you feel sluggish. Listen, Ageless Male, the number one brand in male enhancement, has a solution. Ageless Male Core Energy. This isn't a caffeine spike. This is male-targeted nutrition working on the cellular level, helping to recharge your body's natural batteries so you can power through the day. Core Energy is coming to Walmart, but you can call now to order your bottle. Hurry, and you'll get a second bottle free. Plus, you'll get a free bottle of vitamin C and free shipping, too. Just call 1-800-489-4161. Ready for a recharge? Try Ageless Male Core Energy and hurry for your three free gifts. Just call 1-800-489-4161. 1-800-489-4161. 1-800-489-4161. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently. 
and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. He's a former Buckeyes great and now a college football Hall of Famer. And don't forget about his 13 years of NFL experience playing for the Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, and the New England Patriots. He's Dayton's own Keith Byers. Hang out with him every Monday at noon on the Keith Byers Show. Presented by Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken. Whether you're at home, at work, or in your car, tune in to ESPN 1410 Wing AM or stream us live at wingam.com. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show, right here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM. All right, everybody, welcome back. Justin Kinner, Kev Nash with you here. You know, it's funny, we were talking during the break. I just came across an article talking about how, you know, frustrated guys like Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant are that, you know, when the NBA returns uh, at the end of July, and technically they're going to be reporting, you know, basketball is going to be back before then. You know, the games will return at the end of July. These guys are already in the process of relocating and everything along those lines. Now, keep in mind, if you are not a player and you are not going to be playing and you do not have a... a legit reason to be there you're not allowed to be there the whole purpose of the bubble is to limit how many people are in. it's to cut out as many non-important people as possible and as crazy as this sounds Kyrie Irving and not to you you're not a big Kyrie Irving guy but Kyrie Irving <laughs> Kevin Durant are not important people right now because they are not current players as far as that's as far as the 2019-2020 season is concerned the season that they are looking to wrap up so Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are not allowed to enter the bubble. They're not allowed to travel with the team. They're mad because well, we still want to be there for our teammates. Bull. <laughs> Bull. I mean, I'm not saying that, trust me, I think they want to be there with their teammates, but, you know, they're not used to being told no and they're throwing a temper tantrum and that's the stuff that drives me nuts about athletes is how just delusional that they are. Like, how can you not listen to the reason as to why you can't be there? Now, me and you were talking and you brought up a good point. Baseball, you know, we're sitting here ripping baseball players because, hey, you should want to play for the love of the game. I think that's unfair from a fan perspective to say that, well, you should just put up with the bogus offer because you should love the game. Put it this way, though. The love of the game is what drives people to deal with more crap than usual. Baseball players don't seem to be willing to put up with anything. They want their world to be as perfect as possible, which I think is really irritating. Uh, with that being said, this is not fun for the NBA players. I was listening to a show last mm -hmm. night talking about oh, is Bobby Marks? He's one of the uh, M he's one of the NBA insider executive, former executive NBA insider, and he he was saying that people are acting like oh, these NBA players like this is like a treat for them, like they they're going to Disney World. If you are going to go to Disney World 
at any point the end of July and August and everything, do not expect to run into NBA players roaming the park. The NBA families and players who are in that bubble are not allowed to attend Disney World. They're not allowed to go experience the park. They're not allowed to go do any of that. They have to remain in the bubble. So you wake up, you do your breakfast, you work out, you go to practice, or you prepare for the game, you play your game, you go back to your hotel, and that's it. There's really, or you work out and train. So, you know, everyone's like, oh, we really want our families there. We really want our families there. Well, you better hope that, you know, Wi-Fi and Internet is enough to entertain those kids for that long because there's literally nothing to do. That is the purpose of this. Folks, you're almost sending these players to boot camp. So when you think about the NHL and everybody else, they're going to have their host cities, and they're going to have a little miniature bubble as well, talking about the NHL. These spoiled Major League Baseball players, They get to go to work, and then they get to go home. They get to go to the ballpark, and then they get to go home. They get to travel to play at such and such, and then when their road trip is done, they get to come home. LeBron and those guys who are most likely going to get to the finals for two and a half, three months, they are not leaving that bubble. They're not going to Disney World. They're not going to, you know, get to go sit in on the Tonight Show. They're not going to get to go sit in on Sports Center. You know, everything is just going to be like what it is now, but worse because you're not leaving. Everything is within that bubble. To me, you said it best during the break. Fans owe NBA players way more gratitude than any other sport out there because they're really sacrificing a ton to bring you basketball. I don't believe Kev that baseball is sacrificing. I don't think that those players are sacrificing anything. What do you sacrifice? Oh, because we want full prorated amounts. I don't care about that. NHL, they're out of their comfort zone a little bit. You have to have your host cities and stuff. I'll give them that. But the NBA players, they are going through, they're going through it worse than any other athlete out there. I feel bad for them, and I I appreciate the fact that they're willing to go through all of that for us fans. Yeah, I mean, they're not going home. And I don't care. Like, you go on vacations and you go to these cool hotels and everything like that. It's cool for, like, while you're there. But imagine staying there for a month. You don't want to stay in a hotel for a month. I don't care how nice the hotel is. You want to go home. You want to be in your environment and if if it's that you're doing absolutely nothing, but it's still at your home. You're not going to be around your kids, your wife for months. Like, yo, that is not an easy thing, man. So my hat goes off to those NBA players that are going to be participating in this, especially the ones that are going to be making a deep run. This is not only going to be challenging on the court, but it, outside of the mental aspect that you have to deal with with the game, like, yo, this is another aspect of mental strength off the court, too. Like, yo, man, nobody, this is unprecedented. This has never happened before. And for somebody like a LeBron James and a Kawhi Leonard to try to lock in and win a championship, basically being isolated and all the guys they got are the 12 guys on their team and their coaching staff and some coaches may not even be coaching from the bench you know this is this is crazy and it's all for you know it's it's for the chase of a championship they want to be champions yes they also getting paid yes but also they're doing it for us the fans so we we need to show those guys a little bit of love and not just say, like, oh, they're a million-dollar athletes, man. This is what they should be doing. I got to go to work every day. Well, you know what? And all honor, you if you work in a factory, you, you're you needed. We don't necessarily need basketball. Yeah, fans say themselves. <laughs> it's just a game. Yeah. Don't, we don't need the game. And that's necessarily we don't need it. We want it. Oh, God, do I want it. Pulse. But, you know, I want to see basketball, and I commend those guys. Because it's going to be some good entertainment, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unreal. Again, baseball players, 
still no word on that. They they had a counter proposal last night. It's just it's back and forth. We were supposed to have Bronson Arroyo on today. Uh, him and I talked last night. We said let's let's wait another day. Him and I want because we want to talk. We don't want to have a chat and then two seconds later, boom, the season comes back and then there's a whole other things list to talk about. So we're we were given it today. He's going to be on with us tomorrow. One of my favorite Reds. It's not one of the best Reds of all time, but he's just one of the more entertaining Reds of all time. And I'm excited to talk with him uh, tomorrow. But yeah, we chatted last night just about. Hey, let's let's hold off a little bit and uh, you know see if you know Major League Baseball announces something today. I just don't get how we're at this point where you're still going back and forth. Like what what at this point now? Come on. Like, one side's going to have to blink, and it's probably not going to be the owners. Uh, and then the players, you know, Trevor Bauer tweeting out, I'm just so frustrated. I'm just so frustrated. Give me a break. You're part of the problem. If you're frustrated, I mean, <laughs> I don't feel bad for you. Not one little tiny bit. All right, folks, we're going to step away for a few moments. Don't go anywhere. More of the Justin Kinner Show when we come back. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Factory Liquidation Tent Sale this weekend only at the mall at Fairfield Commons. Browse the largest outdoor display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from six major brands at up to 50% off. Social distancing and sanitation protocols will be in place. Over 40 hot tubs and swim spas will be on display and every floor model must go. Financing is available and show admission is free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Factory Liquidation Tent Sale this weekend at the mall Fairfield Commons in the parking lot near JCPenney. Visit hottub.show. I keep seeing tweets that say the, play, that the, the players in Major League Baseball are determined to have a season. I, I think they need to look up what the definition of determined means. Because determined does not mean finding every reason not to have something happen. And that's what's going on right now. The NBA was determined. The National Hockey League was determined to make it happen. They made it happen. The Justin Kinner Show. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on 1410 ESPN Radio. And streaming live at wingam.com. Excuse me, I know 9 o'clock, so I'll keep this short. I'm the business suit in the back of your closet. You wore me nearly every day before your office went, quote, casual. I used to be the CEO of your closet. Now I'm just that one intern no one ever talks to. I always thought you'd circle back with me, get granular, keep me in the pipeline. But nada, nothing. Don't you remember the McKittrick presentation? You spilled coffee on me, and I still looked amazing during the breakout talkback Q&A. So, I think it's time for me to move on. I've got a great resume, and I absolutely crush it in interviews, okay? Let's make this a clean break. Shift the paradigm. The only thing I ask is that you think outside the box here and do this. Take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Don't create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. <sighs> we want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. 
Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Hello, Dayton. This is two-time NBA champion, Norris Cole. Growing up in Dayton, I played on a lot of different teams, as I'm sure you have as well. But it's time for us to come together and be on the same team. Change is needed, and it won't happen until we make it happen. Change comes from the community, and we have seen what our community, the Dayton community, is capable of when adversity strikes. Let's do it again. Help be the change. Stand with the members of the black community against all forms of racism, bigotry, and violence. Now, more than ever, we must use our voices to speak up and challenge the injustices all around us. You can't change what has happened in the past, but together, as a team, we can control what happens next. Foot odor throwing you off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Eaters, featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Eaters powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athletes' foot, while insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart, Target, CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor Eaters. Destroy foot odor with the best in odor defense. Stabs and Straight Talk. Even though most live sports are on hold now, big wireless companies haven't stopped playing games. They're always trying to lock you into overpriced contracts. With Straight Talk Wireless, there are no contracts. It runs on America's best network, same as the big carriers, but you save up to 50%. 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. You might miss sports, but don't play games, you'll lose. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract compromise. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Anyone who builds, remodels, or repairs for a living, we know the way you work has changed. That's why Lowe's is committing today to build new ways to keep you working tomorrow. We are proud to introduce the new Lowe's for Pros job site, powered by Stream, an augmented video chat tool so you can be there for your customers without actually being there. And the cost to use? Try it free through October 31st at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. Just one of the reasons why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Services subject to Stream terms, Lowe's loyalty membership required, more terms apply. It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathon. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and fuel your life. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. This is 1410 ESPN Radio. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show on 1410 ESPN Radio and on the stream at wingam.com. Justin Kinner, Kev Nash, back with you here on a Wednesday. I hope all of you have had a great day. As I mentioned, weather looks a little iffy for the rest of the night. Right now, we're just getting storms here, just uh, heavy rain here in the Kettering area here at the radio station. But I see a lot of lightning and a lot of red and a lot of everything else kind of float around the Dayton area. So just be alert throughout the night. And uh, as I said, we're just over a year from uh, what happened on Memorial Day last year, just over a year from that. So anytime storms like this come rolling through the area, it's always good just to remind everyone to be a little bit more alert. I don't know about you, but last year, I remember on Memorial Day, I was cutting the grass. It was just, oh, I knew storms were coming. And, uh, and, and it, I'm trying to think at what point of the night did I realize, oh, man, this isn't just your normal night of storms. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I just, we all know how horrible that night was. So just a reminder. I'm a, I mean, it could be nothing tonight. Who knows? I just like people Let's to hope so. Uh, last year, I went on Memorial Day. We went to Top Golf. 
Had a good time. Came home. Grilled out. Ate. I was like, ah, I'm tired, man. It's been a long day. It's been a long weekend. Shutting it down early. Went to bed like about 8.30. And all hell broke loose. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. I mean, then that was, it hit heavy up where you're at. Yeah. So, interesting nonetheless. But, uh, anyways, we welcome you back. Justin Kinner, Kev Nash with you here. Let's go to the phones. We got Nick. Nick, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, pretty good. How are you guys? Good. So, uh, I just had a quick question. Just from like a, a ratings kind of standpoint, kind of good feeling end of the season type deal. But like you just mentioned for the break that some of these NBA players won't be seeing their family, their kids, for, you know, maybe up to three months, some of them, especially ones making a deep run. Do you think that there's a chance at the end of the finals when the champions crown after the last buzzer that their families could storm the court? Like, you know, just from a, a, a cinematic standpoint, like you, you see that being feasible? Uh, possibly. Or do they have to remain in that bubble after the fact. Well, what's interesting, so when I said that they're not going to have their families there, that's not completely true. So what's happening is the players are going to report for their two week quarantine, and then they're going to you know start their practices and everything, and then all the players or all the players' families, I don't know if they're going to be quarantined outside the bubble before being brought in. I think that might defeat the purpose. I'm not really sure. Either way, the families will be brought in at some point. I'm not sure what the limit is on amount of family and personnel. Um, But at the same time, it's like you're bringing them in, but some are going to opt not to bring them in because when you bring them in, everyone's like, oh, that's great. It's a little family get-together. You can go to Disney World. You're not allowed, the players and families are not allowed to roam Disney World because they had to put out a little thing to say, hey, if you're coming to Disney World expecting to run into NBA players all day that's definitely not going to be the case yeah i mean as unfortunate as it is as it sounds i mean i maybe i'm a bad person i don't know but i, I was thinking when you guys were talking about i was like dude that is actually really sweet i mean to to be able to watch these games and to, and to see players mental states diminish from game to game or series to series and just the absolute you know beat down that they would take mentally by the time it was over because um, I thought as, as, that we've never seen, especially Nick. You know what's interesting? So, like, let's say they get to a game seven, October twelfth. Camp opens for the twenty twenty season, twenty 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 one. Camp opens less than a month later, like November tenth wow. or eleventh or something like that. Yeah, so it's November eleventh. November eleventh yeah. is the first day of practice for the twenty 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 one season. So, if you're a, t- I mean, imagine playing game seven, saying, "All right, go home and." Uh, Enjoy your off season. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, uh, it's you talk about stressful, and who's to say that? What's strange about it to me is okay. You play your finals in a bubble, and then you're going to go well, prepare for the next season. Are they going to play in that bubble again the next year? I don't know what's going on as far as that's concerned. You, you took the words right out of my mouth because it, it's most likely not just going to be the 2020 season. I mean, just because it's the 2020-21 season doesn't mean there's no COVID nineteen anymore. You know, so. I think that's a good point. He took the words right out of my mouth with that. I, I can't see them. All right, well, we're done on business as usual. Like, my God, we're turning home where they'll be. So we're going to have an NBA Finals with no fans, let's say Game 7 on a, October 12th, and then the season tips off on December 1st, two months later, with fans in the arena. I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Now am I going back on what I said earlier? But my thing is, is I'm curious. Like I don't understand how we're moving forward with fans at football games, college, pro, and everything. And then no fans of basketball. I guess the easy answer is there's a difference between inside and outside. I still disagree with that mightily. I mean, the way you spread it, it doesn't matter if you're inside or outside. I mean, I, yeah, I just I find like that strange. Corner of a pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. So, interesting right, well, nonetheless. 
Yep. Hey, you guys have a good weekend. You Thank too, you. Nick. Take care. You know me, I was thinking about this. <laughs> Speaking for someone who hasn't had a haircut since, uh, what's that, like March, middle of March. You know, guys are going to be out there without haircuts. I know that's like, uh, what? Uh, who cares about a haircut? But like, yo, we're used to seeing NBA players, they come into the finals. You know, NBA is like a fashion show for one, especially during the playoffs. And your Mickey and, Scrubs coming in. Yeah, like, yo, <laughs> like, and... and you know how big LeBron's beard gets already, and he goes to the barber all the time. Like, yo, dude's not gonna be shaving. Dude's not gonna have haircuts. This is gonna be rough, rough. All right, four five seven nine four six four. Hour two now in the books. So we head into hour three when we come back. So Reggie Bush was able to reunite with my favorite players growing up. In fact, there's only one play. There has not been a player since Reggie Bush that I have got the same feeling watching since then. Actually, there's only one player in college that I think has resembled him in spurts, and that's Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller at times had those same explosive moments. Like, you know, it's hard at quarterback because you're not, you know, running. But when he would get in the open field, I mean, you think about that spin move he pulled, you know, when he was the running back there, not running back, when he was the receiver that year. Uh, The thing about Braxton, Braxton was, was never on full display like that, like Reggie Bush was. But, man, the only player I can remember that would, you know, showcase plays similar to that was Braxton. That's the only guy I could think of that looked like that. Braxton's the only one that can get me to react to a play like that because we see running backs break off for run long mm-hmm. runs all the time. Quarterbacks will have a long rush and they'll get to the outside and, and beat the uh, defense down the sideline. But there was just something different the way Braxton did it, man. And there was just something different about Reggie. I don't care how good Saquon Barkley looked. Zeke was fun to watch. J.K. Dobbins was very good. None of them remotely looked even close to Reggie Bush. He was that special. I mean, I, as a kid, I it was like, how in the world is... It would amaze me that he went to the NFL and never looked as dominant. That's how good in college he was, and that's why still to this day, I've never been able to figure out why lesser talent in college has better careers in college. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird I kind of knew Reggie wasn't going to be the Reggie Bush he was. Kardashians. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a good point, though. Because he didn't get the video like Ray J did. <laughs> One of my favorite college football players of all time, Peter Warwick. Uh, that start and stop ability that you can do in college does not fly in the NFL. One, dudes are bigger, stronger, and faster, all that good stuff. But the hash marks, you're on smaller hash marks in the mm-hmm. NFL. So you're not as in much space as you are in college football. And that just basically gets negated. Um, he had a solid career, nothing great, nothing Hall of Fame worthy, obviously, but you're right. He was part of the reason why I went to that USC-Texas championship game, to see Reggie Bush in person, to see Vince Young in person. And that game didn't disappoint. Reggie Bush had some spectacular plays in that game. And watching those Reggie Bush highlights, now that he's been reinstated, quote-unquote, at USC, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that... You know, we can watch these highlights and not feel guilty as they try to make us feel guilty because best believe he was not there as they wanted us to believe. But guess what? ESPN played that championship every chance they could get. All right, four five seven nine four six. No, you're right. I mean, that was one of the instant classics, but there was so much star power on the field, especially that game between Texas USC. It was unbelievable. Um, but what I what I want to dive into when we come back is is like so many times. 
we we talk about guys like Reggie Bush, and I do it too. Where I'm like, oh man, like he should not have been kept away from USC for that long. You know, you know they they made him out to be this horrible person and everything. And uh, you know they tried, but fans never bought into that. Fans loved Reggie Bush. Fans love athletes, no matter what they do. It seems, uh, and that's what's interesting about this. But let's go to the phones and go to Charles. Charles, what's up, man? Hey guys, hey, um, you're talking about how like Reggie Bush's accolades in college didn't kind of like like lead over into the pros. Mm-hmm. But there's only a few guys that can actually say that. When I watch those guys play in college, and like, and then if you watch them play like the next couple years in the pros, guy that comes to mind is Barry Sanders. I mean, Barry Sanders was amazing in college, and <laughs> he was amazing in the pros. Well, I thought Zeke picked up where he left off in. I mean, he Zeke did not. There was no drop off from what he did in the playoffs and at Ohio State his last year to what he did in the first year with the Cowboys. Uh, he's put on weight, and his work ethic's been in question the last. Yeah, he kept eating. That's the problem. Uh, his work I, ethic's I would, been a question, but he's another one I thought that made the the jump from college to the pros effortlessly and made it look effortless because he had an well, offensive I, line. But I was looking at guys who were like Heisman Trophy winners. That's what I was talking about. Like Reggie was a Heisman Trophy winner. That's why. Oh, that's, that's fair. That's so fair. I said Barry Sanders. I also feel like when you think of a person who was dominant in college and, and he ended up being dominant as much as he could in the pros was Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. And same type of thing with him. Um, I always think that Herschel to an extent was he was so dominant in college. But then, you mean, don't say Herschel wasn't a great player in the pros because he played in the USFL and rushed for like 2,000 yards one season in the, in the NFL, I mean, in the USFL. But uh, but then but there, there if there is a couple guys I can think that their productivity in college didn't really line up was I mean the guy that you guys have talked about a lot with Keith Fires is like Doug Flutie seriously like Doug Flutie basically you guys talked one throw to beat Keith that one year for the Heisman in '84. But uh, I just was I just heard you guys talk about Reggie Bush. I mean Reggie Bush was amazing. He was one of the best players I've ever seen. And it, it still baffles me that they lost to Texas in that. Um, championship game. That was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. That was amazing. well. The, I mean, those those were the two best teams in the country. USC was just more flashy. Obviously, uh, that's just who USC was. I mean, one of the best teams of all time, especially with Liner and him there. But Texas, that, you're right. I remember that game. Still, I mean, I, it was that was one of my favorite college football games of all time. Uh, it's my favorite college football game of all time that did not involve the Buckeyes. Uh, so that's an easy one as far as that's concerned. But Charles, thanks for the call, man. I hate to rush See you, but guys, we, take care. Uh, so we're going to get into why do college athletes get a pass? No, why do athletes get a pass? Why do we as fans overlook players who cheat the game? Why do we overlook coaches who cheat the game? For instance, when Urban Meyer was at Florida. We hated him. Buckeye fans, you hated Urban Meyer. When Urban left Florida, Buckeye fans, you hated Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer comes to Ohio State. You loved him. Which is fine. I don't mind when you admit hypocrisy. But why do we do that with with athletes in any sport? When they cheat the game, we don't blame the player. We blame the game. You know, don't hate the player, hate the game. (laughs) Don't blame the player, blame the game. That seems to be the philosophy. And I guess I'm curious as to why. In any other aspect in life, we hate cheaters. We hate cheaters in relationships. We hate cheaters in our jobs, our everyday jobs that we have, you know? Like, I'm just curious. What is it about sports that we always take the player's side? And I know you're in your head saying, oh, oh, I didn't take Barry Bond's side or I didn't take this. Folks, Pete Rose is a prime example of a guy that you will always overlook deficiencies because you're enamored by the star. If you are, if you disapprove of Barry Bonds, that's because you hated Barry Bonds the player, not Barry Bonds the cheater. You didn't care that he cheated. 
you you care when your opponent, like your rival, cheats. You know, if if Michigan gets hit with the, all these you know violations and stuff, we're going to make fun of them. We're going to sit there and say how appalled we are and how gross. You know, you look at Clemson. Anytime Clemson or Alabama messes up, what do Buckeye fans do? You jump all over. But if it's your school, you don't care. So why do we not care? We only care if it's our rival, but overall as a whole, as a, as sports as a whole, we don't care when those athletes cheat. Why do we blame the sport and not the athlete? We'll get to that next. GEICO has the insurance industry-leading app that lets you manage your policy anytime, anywhere. Which means that GEICO is always there for you. If only everyone was always there for you. Like animal control, when you're cornered in your garage by an angry possum. Hi, me again. Uh, you guys said you would be here about an hour ago, and um, I think the possum is starting to get angry. I, uh, listen, I thought if I fed it, it would go away, but now it is ripping holes in the drywall and making some sort of nest. Just call me back. <laughs> GEICO, always there for you with savings and the industry-leading mobile app. Here at AutoZone, we're all about helping you get what you need to keep life moving. Like for that next oil change. Right now, you can get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil, an STP Extended Life Oil Filter, and a Monster Energy Drink, all for just $33.99. And if you need something fast, you can get it fast your way. Whether it's next day delivery or free same day pickup, in store or curbside, the choice is yours. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions and details at AutoZone.com. This is the sound of a popular American motorcycle. It's the sound of freedom, the open road, really good times. And this is what it sounds like with a drunk guy in it. How do you like the sound of that? Cops are cracking down on drunk motorcycle riders. If you ride drunk, you will get caught and you will get arrested. Drunk riding, over the limit, under arrest. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Transportation. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with paper rents from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. The big building supply and home improvement auction is at the Allen County Fairgrounds in Lima, Ohio this Thursday, and it's all online bidding. Go to pbauctions.com and register to bid on kitchen cabinets, flooring, doors, decking, siding, tools, hardware, and more. It's all going to be sold in our online auction ending Thursday at 4 p.m. Go to pbauctions.com to register and get preview times. So we'll see you this Thursday at 4 p.m. online at pbauctions.com for the big building supply. Supply auction. Oh, 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 when you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Macy's, we've opened most of our stores and are welcoming our friends and family back with a special offer. Get an extra 30% off with your coupon or Macy's card and 15% off beauty. Or update your home and your closet with specials like an all-clad seven-piece cookware set, only $2.99.99. 60% off all down pillows and summer staples like polos and shorts for just $19.99. Now at Macy's, savings off regular and sale prices, exclusions apply. Hi, this is John McManus, Chief Deputy to Montgomery County Clerk of Courts, Mike Foley. Because of a recent change in Ohio law, you can now have your documents notarized online. Clerk Mike Foley is pleased to offer you this service today. If you would like to request an online notarization... 
please visit courthousetou.com and click on Online Notary to make an appointment. You can now enjoy our same great customer service from the comfort of your home. Visit courthousetou.com today. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. WING 1410 Dayton. Dayton's ESPN Radio. It's the Justin Kinner Show, live here on ESPN Dayton, 1410 Wing AM. Tweet the show at 1410 Kinner or give us a call at 457-9464. We now send you to the Wing Studios in Kettering. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Just like that, you're a driver, man. Dasher. 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 Door Dasher, right? Where you at, babe? And Donner and Blitzen. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Hour three. Justin Kenner, Kevin Nash with you here on a Wednesday. Four five seven nine four six four. Earlier today was funny. So, uh, Dan... What is wrong with you? Put your phone on side, man. <laughs> Daniel Wallach, uh, and he's a gaming law and sports betting attorney, and he has been tweeting different things that he has found all day regarding Zion Williamson and the ongoing investigation that he is going to be sworn in under, you know, oath. You know, <laughs> like so for this, this is insane. Now they are they have found a ton of evidence that has they believe is enough to prove that Duke paid Zion Williamson to go to Duke. And nobody cares. I don't care. Nobody cares. Let's be honest here. So you mean to tell me that a big-name prospect like Zion Williamson was paid to go to a certain school? No kidding. Like, tell me. It, here's You want to shock people? You want to know what would really get people's attention? Breaking news. This Division One school is not slipping money to players under the table is not paying for you know benefits for families of certain players uh this program is clean and has made zero mistakes that's headline that that's a headline that's news because every school is bending the rule in some capacity i don't care who you are and as a fan i don't care i don't care i don't care if duke did anything in this situation it doesn't bother me because you know what you as a syracuse fan you can't say much Nope. The only difference between Duke and Syracuse is Syracuse hasn't been caught. No, well, they, got caught. they got caught. They got caught. <laughs> they got caught. But you see my point. North Carolina, Kentucky, and so on and so on. That's the that's the thing here. Like Ohio State, when Clemson screws up, and I don't mean their coach saying stupid racist things. I mean like I mean like get screwed up. If they get caught with some kind of recruiting violation, just shut up because it's gonna. Ha- I mean, everyone was laughing at Ohio State over tattoos. All right, let's be clear here. Every school is dirty. There's not. There's no such thing as a clean school. We had uh, Herm Edwards on the show a few years ago, and I remember when he first got the job at Arizona State. There are not many coaches that when they say I'm doing it the right way that I believe he's one that I do believe. And I said, Coach, you're, there's not many coaches I, I believe are doing it the right way. You're one of them. And I'm curious, do you feel that that, Puts you at a disadvantage. Do you feel? Um, do you feel that because you do it the right way that that puts you at a disadvantage out on the recruiting trail? Of course, he gave me the sales pitch. Absolutely not, and blah blah blah. But that that's not true. Coaches who do it the right way get burned. There's a reason that 
Thad Mata still takes shots at certain schools when he can. He doesn't talk to the media often, but when he does, he takes shots. For instance, a few weeks ago, the Athletic had... Um, they had built NBA rosters. They had built. They had three of their athletic uh, riders draft a Thad Mata team, and then they would look at the roster at the end and decide who you know who drafted the better Thad Mata roster. All the Ohio State players that played under Thad Mata, and at the very end, Thad Mata talks about um, you know he he comments on which roster he thinks would play, and he goes and and not one of the we didn't buy any single one of those players like other programs did. Like he and it, I'm paraphrasing there, but I have to go back and find it. But I, I'll never forget reading that because I was like that that I've always felt that Thad Mata fell behind the eight ball because he couldn't keep up with other teams, not because he wasn't good enough, but because I felt like Dad Mata was a clean individual. I'm not saying he didn't break rules all you know ever, but I'm just saying it got to a point where he wasn't playing that way. Um, and, and I think that it's amazing to me. We like to, you know, the news loves to just capitalize on this as if we care. For instance, uh, Gina Ford's attorney also pointed to the improved housing situation of Zion Williamson's parents as evidence that he was paid to attend Duke. And they went through all these examples, Kev, of pre-Duke, 895 monthly rental in South Carolina at Duke, re- resided in North Carolina property valued at $950, but it was listed as 4995 in the ad. So they were getting, you know, and the person they were renting it from is a Duke booster and a Duke alum and yada yada. And, like, they're highlighting it, putting it in all capital letters as if, oh my goodness. Sounds like a good deal This to sounds me. like a hell of a deal. Good for them. <laughs> this uh, Good for them, man. Like, this is ridiculous. Who cares? And so I was having fun with this. I was like, oh, pre-Duke, uh, you know, you were drinking Dr. Pibb. At Duke, you had Dr. Pepper, which is a bad example because I don't know how many of you out there will agree with this. Dr. Pibb is better than <laughs> Dr. Pepper. I love Dr. Pepper. I'll never forget. We grew up poor, so I had generic everything. And I'll never forget when it was a treat. You know, I'd get Dr. Pibb. That was just the normal one. I'd get Dr. Pepper. Uh, that was good grades at school, man. <laughs> that, that <laughs> You what know, they we call it a big K. That's what we had. The big, you know, yeah. you, you, you get the uh, the Aldi chocolate sandwich cookies, <laughs> pre Duke at Duke Oreos. Like that, that's just that. That's how uh, you know th- this rolls here. So I was just dying laughing at all of this. Uh, I mean, great value toilet paper pre Duke at Duke Charmin. I mean, come on, we could do this all all day. And the thing is, I don't look at Zion any differently. I don't look at Zion was only at Duke because he had to be because that's the rule. You know, it is what it is. His services were going to be taken by somebody, and he went to the highest bidder. I don't think fans care. Dayton fans, you're going to pretend to care. You should honestly pay attention to what's going on at your old school before you start poking fun at other programs. That's all I'm going to say about that. But let's be clear. We really shouldn't be worried about what the other programs are doing. Duke isn't better than UD because they pay Zion to go there. It's because you're in the A-10. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Let's stop acting like, oh, that well, those schools are only better because they cheat. No, that's not That's not why. That's uh, Every program is cheating. Let's just get, the, get that out of the way. But my question, Kev, is why do fans not care? If someone cheats in our industry, we don't respect them and we look down on them. And even listeners will look down on those. On those. Uh, and, and for you listening, at your job, if someone cheats to get to the top, you it eats you alive. You hate it. You don't respect respect them but when reggie bush accepts money to go to a school when he's kicked out of his you know school for a probationary period for 10 years we don't look down on him 
We don't look down on Pete Rose, who, you know, the hit king for cheating and doing everything. I don't look down on Barry Bonds. I don't think he needed the steroids, but I also think he's an all-time You don't think great. people look down on Barry Bonds? I think people dislike Barry Bonds because they disliked him as the person. How many guys had admitted to using steroids that came back and no one batted an eye? It was just, you know, they still get, like, Braun gets made fun of, but Braun's not, Ryan Braun's not an all-time great. Um, I, I just, I, I look at that and we always, we overlook everything. You know, we overlook coaches who make mistakes. Rick Patino, we hate him. But if he takes over your team, you're going to love him. That's how this works. So I'm curious as to why outlets think that we care about Zion taking money from Duke. Why do news outlets think that we care that Reggie Bush, you know, was paid to go to USC? We know all that. We know all of that. It means nothing to me. And I don't think it means much to fans at all. And if it does, it's probably a rival or you hate that school. Like if Xavier does something, UD fans are going to make fun of them or they're going to hate that they cheated because it's Xavier. But if it's some, if it's some random school that did it, eh, whatever, because everyone's doing it. Fav- everyone's favorite Is it excuse. because it's Duke? Because, like, they're the high and mighty Duke and it's Coach K. And, wow, man, we didn't think Coach K was doing it. Like, it's that perception that is given from ESPN that they're so high and mighty. Is it? Is it that? Is it that? I think when you hate Duke, you don't hate Duke because you think they cheat. I think you just you, we hate winners. We hate the Yankees. We hate the Patriots. We hate Duke. You hate the Lakers. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you five for five right you, now, you know, dog. And not and it has <laughs> nothing to it has nothing to do with those programs or franchises being cheaters. Although I'm sure there's some ugly things that have happened under those umbrellas. But you take the the no brand named programs in college. Uh, the the you know. The low power, or not the power fives, the the non power fives, the low majors, they're doing it to the extent of what the power fives are doing. No, but just like in production, it's all based on you know resources, and, mm-hmm. you know. So you know you can't even cheat to the level of Duke because you don't have the resources to cheat to the level of Duke. Duke does it in a different way, I'm sure. I, it just doesn't bother me. I'm not going to look at Coach K any differently. It's not going to bother me whatsoever. I don't look at Barry Bonds any differently. Reds fans, oh how? What do you mean? Well, how? You don't look at Pete Rose any differently. And he did some weird things outside of baseball that still haven't changed people's minds of how they view him. So sports ban, it makes people blind to a lot of things. And I, my problem is, is why we blame the NCAA. Oh, it's the NCAA's fault. It's the NCAA's fault. We should hold the players more accountable. Why do you not hold your heroes to a higher standard? That's what I'll never understand. I feel like we should hate Reggie Bush. We should, you know, like when last year when Chase Young got in trouble. We, didn't, we weren't mad that he selfishly made a decision that could have cost them a national championship if it came down to it. We were just mad because the rule was stupid. Well, how is that teaching the athletes to make better decisions moving forward? Because every athlete that makes a mistake, they know that no one's going to hold them accountable because it's going to be, oh, I can cheat, I could take this, and then it's going to be me and millions of fans against the NCAA telling them how stupid their rules are. Jay Billis fights for the players even when they screw up, and I'll never get that. Like At some point, you have to have a little bit of a moral compass and say, guys, I know the rules are stupid, but you've got to be better human beings than that. You're, you know, that, that's all I got to say. That, that, that's what's strange to me, that we yeah, never we, look at we, them that way. We as fans definitely pick and choose about what we're going to be outraged about, about if player X cheats versus player Y. But I also think it has to do with the NCAA because of the lack of clear rules and the lack of clear punishment. Because you look at what Chase did, he got suspended for two games in the end. Say that happened to... A player at Memphis, and they suspended for the whole season. There's no clear cut like you broke this rule, you get this many games. They 
definitely pick and choose how they punish different institutions and different players. That is that has been we beat that horse to death about the whole transfer situation. It seems like every high profile quarterback was automatically eligible. Tight end from Georgia wants to move back oh, to absolutely. Illinois. Nope, sorry, bro. Like that is just ridiculous. So, but we compare legalities and, yeah. and, and, and issues. But my thing is, is don't cheat, don't screw up, and you won't get. Oh man, I sound like those people that say, "Well, hey, <laughs> yeah. oh man, that sounded yeah. way too close." I sound like those people that say, "Well, hey, have you ever thought about not breaking the law and you don't have to worry about anything?" That's how I just sounded about college athletes. Holy crap! Now, <laughs> yeah, man. But it, to that extent, this is much different. This yeah, is yeah, not yeah, the yeah. same thing. To that extent, like. It's like we're saying, "Hey, I want to break college rules and not and not be held accountable for it." Like that—that's the problem I have with it. And that's like we're almost like urging athletes to do it because they know we're always going to take their side. You know, like for you know, if USC fans still love Reggie Bush, you should hate him. He brought a negative light onto your program, but they love him, and I'm fine with that. But it's just—it's weird to me that we've created that culture where you're allowed to cheat. We're still going to love you. Ohio State still loves. Prior, well, maybe not the internal <laughs> guys, but the fans love Terrell Pryor. You know what Do I mean? They? So, I don't think Ohio State fans love TP. So if they let TP back in, like I with don't Reggie, think they love TP. Man. Now he didn't bring a championship or anything like that, so I guess there's that. But like, really? No, no, Ohio uh, State. Thing. Hey, we can people do went nuts when the Browns. Remember when the Browns did a preseason game at, at the shoe? Yeah. They had to like get like some kind of thing signed. They had to get like approval to let him back into the shoe because he was not allowed back right. in the shoe. They had to get that done. You can do fans a poll. went nuts. You can do a poll, but I'm pretty sure Ohio State fans still don't really rock with TP like that. I also saw that today that OJ Mayo was quote unquote reinstated to USC. I love you know, OJ Mayo. Him <laughs> <laughs> like, and Bill Walker, baby. I met them in when at the state tournament one year. They, goodness <laughs> great. What a show that was. But the, my whole thing about the NCAA and this situation where they, you know, take banners down and these games never happen, erase people from the record book. Like, stop it, man. Stop it. Because especially now, these Thursday night games that ESPN plays and you turn on ESPN Classic or you turn on Big Ten Classic, you know a game that I saw on Big Ten Classic one time? Ohio State versus Arkansas. Great game, right? Ohio State won that game. They jumped out to a big lead. Arkansas stormed back, uh, had an interception, had a block punt, all types of crazy stuff. Technically, that game didn't happen. But yet and still, you're showing it on TV as if it did happen. You're still making money off of that. You're still generating revenue off a game that, according to you guys, didn't happen. Another game that, quote-unquote, never happened was a very famous game, uh, Syracuse versus UConn, um, the six-overtime game. Technically, that game never happened. But every year on March 12th, ESPN plays that replay of Syracuse and UConn, all six overtimes. Still generate money, revenue off of it, but it didn't happen, though, right? So that's what I got a big problem with. Like, I'm I'm not with this taking banners down. You can put an asterisk in it. You can do whatever, but like, don't say and don't act like these things didn't happen. I saw another game. I saw the um, Michigan and North Carolina championship game where Chris Weber called a timeout. According to y'all, that didn't happen. Stop it. It happened. Just just deal with it. Deal with the sanctions, but don't pull these things after they didn't happen. And then, as to what you said before, we go back where the NCAA goes back and then punishes T 
teams and programs and student athletes that are on the current roster, they have to pay the punishment for what they did in the past, for what previous players did. Like, I wasn't here. I was in the 11th grade when Chris Weber called a timeout. Why am I paying the penalty for that? So, the NCAA. It's like that Cunningham kid that's going to uh, the number one Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, he's going to Oklahoma State. He's being punished for, for a coach years ago. And he's like, well, what the hell did I do? And you're only punishing your, you're hurting your current product. Yeah, it's it just the NCAA. But, right. but here we go again. We're focusing on the dumb rules as opposed to, hey, just, you know, we're focusing on the wrong thing. The, the, the rules are dumb. My, my biggest thing is this. You know how many rules at this station, and I, I love my bosses if you're listening. <laughs> you know how many, like, little tiny things, rules we have at this station that I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's so irritating. I hate that we have to do it this way. Oh, it's we waste so much time having to do this. But we do, we do it. I don't not do it. And then when they say, well, why didn't you do it, Justin? Say, oh, well, that's a stupid rule. Yeah, they, I ain't going to be employed here much longer. You know, You know what they'll say? You know what they're going to say? They're going to say it's it, you know <laughs> that it, it wasn't a suggestion. They're going to say that it needs to be done. So, but that's the thing. We do that all the time. Last year, Chase Young. Sure, it was stupid. What what was made up of it? He had to be suspended for two games. Yeah, but what did we do? Oh, well, he did this. Yeah, but the rule is really dumb. It doesn't matter. I don't care if the rule's dumb. He still broke it. Like, is that what we're teaching our student athletes? That hey, folks, follow the rules. But if it's really, really stupid. Eh, F it. Don't do it. Oh, you know, oh, here. What? This speed limit shouldn't be 35. It should easily be 55. Screw it. I'm going to go 60. And then when the cop pulls you over and they ask you, well, you did this. That's a stupid speed limit. I'm doing it. They're not going to say, oh, you're right. It's a stupid rule. So we're just going to, you know, let you off with the warning. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. So we got to stop with this whole mindset of blaming the NCAA. They have the right to do whatever they want. It's their business. If the athletes really hate it as much as they say, then don't play. Don't play. It's that simple. If, oh, you know, they're making all this money off of my name, then don't go there. No one made you go there. The NCAA didn't go knock on your door and when you're a senior in high school and say, you're coming with us and uh, you're with me for the next four years. They don't. Do, you chose. You went on the visit. You, you went on the official and unofficial visit. You went on probably some illegal visits. You know, you had to go pick up. The illegal car that they probably gave you. All right. You had to go, you know, pick up the keys to your parents' new house that they got you. So I don't want to hear it. They didn't make you go there. You chose to go there. So enough with this, you know, oh, the athletes, the poor athletes. I'm off on a whole other tangent that has nothing to do with what we're actually talking about here. But holy smokes. Oh, well, that rule's stupid. So, yeah, he took the money and probably shouldn't have. But it's a stupid rule. Okay. So I'm just going to, for the rest of my life, I'm just going to keep breaking the rules that I find are stupid, and then that's going to be enough to get off with that. Way off topic here. We'll be back in a moment. More of the Justin Kinner Show next. ESPN for 10, Wing AM, weather. Severe thunderstorms this afternoon with a high of 86 degrees. Tonight, severe thunderstorms down to a low of 60. And tomorrow, sunny skies with a high of 81. I'm Leanna Ray for 1410 ESPN Radio. Have you been seeking a final resting place for your loved one's cremated remains? Are you tired of endlessly searching to find a permanent home for a family member that gives you peace of mind, offers more security than the mantle, and doesn't cost thousands of dollars? This is Mark Davis from Date Memorial Park Cemetery, located at 8135 North Dixie Drive. We are pleased to announce a new product that offers families the opportunity to give their loved ones a permanent, serene, final resting place for as little as $300. Call us today at 937-890-1831. 
contractors and homeowners, do you have a project to do? Knock one out of the park this year and rent your equipment from Arts Rental Equipment. With over 50 years experience, Arts Rental has the best selection of equipment, including aerial lifts, skid steers, excavators, generators, saws, lawn and landscaping equipment, and so much more. Arts Rental can help you get the job done. Plus, Arts delivers too. For your next job or project, big or small, work smart. Rent from Arts. He's a former Buckeyes great and now a college football Hall of Famer. And don't forget about his 13 years of NFL experience playing for the Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, and the New England Patriots. He's Dayton's own Keith Byers. Hang out with him every Monday at noon on the Keith Bonded by Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken. Small Engine Service Pros in New Carlisle is your local authorized dealer for the Hustler Mower family. Stop in today and take a look at the Hustler Fast Track with a four-year, 400-hour limited warranty. The Hustler X1, the Hustler Super Z, the Hustler Super Z Hyperdrive are all ready to take on the big jobs. Turn your weekend to-do list into your weekend to-done list. Hustler, tools, not toys. Visit Small Engine Service Pros at 2030 North Dayton Lakeview Road, Route 35 in New Carlisle, 845-3445. Hi, Joey Beckett here of Buckeye Ford in Sydney, home of the works package and the double take tire specials. And now we've expanded our service department. We've grown bigger to serve you better. Call us today to schedule your vehicle in for service. Our team is quick and efficient and waiting for your arrival. Buckeye Ford, exit 92 off of I-75 in Sydney. We'll see you soon. After having been restricted in order to preserve PPE for hospitals, many dental offices are now reopening. That's a good thing because regular dental care ensures that we have good oral health and good overall health. As dentists reopen their offices, you may notice some changes. Your dental office may take your temperature and ask a series of questions related to your health. You may be asked to wait in your car until the dental office is ready for you. You may notice your dentist and staff wearing a different type of face mask or face shield when providing care. All of these changes and more are designed to ensure dental patients are protected. When you make your appointment, ask if your dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association so you know that you're being treated by the very best. Ohio Dental Association member dentists are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care. These ODA member dentists are bound by the highest ethical standards and have access to superior ongoing education, training, and resources. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. You have to be up in five hours, two hours, six minutes, and when you hear, you realize that you haven't slept a wink. That's why there's ZQuil Pure Z's, a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin, so you can fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. It's available in both liquid and gummies, tastes great, and is non-habit-forming. Pick up ZQuil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vic ZQuil. ZQuil Pure Z's, naturally superior sleep, available at retailers near you. Father's Day may feel a little different this year, but it's important to show Dad you care. At Kohl's, save on gifts he'll love, like tees and polos, kitchen electrics, and anti-gravity chairs with an extra 20 or 15% off, plus an extra $10 off your Father's Day purchase of $50 or more. You don't have to spend a lot to say thanks, Dad. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 11th through 21st. 10 off 50 with promo code DAD10. 15 or 20% off with promo code SAVEMORE. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. 
Connect to this radio station from all across the country. Take us to the gym, shopping. How about a road trip? Listen to us now on the free iHeartRadio app. You'll never miss a moment with your favorite radio station. Download the free iHeartRadio app and search for this station so we can go wherever you want us to. The Meyer Distribution Center in Tip City, Ohio is hiring for warehouse positions in all units, which include flexible schedules, career growth opportunities, best-in-class benefits, and competitive starting wages. Interested candidates should call 937-669-9109 from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. Apply online at jobs.meyer.com. Search distribution and enter Tip City. Once again, call 937-669-9109 for an interview. We look forward to you joining the team at Meyer. Meyer is an equal opportunity employer. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And Doug Check it out, Nemo Got a brand new motorcycle jacket and matching leather pants Let's go for a ride and tell everyone that Liberty Mutual customizes their motorcycle insurance So you only pay for what you need Oh my gosh, this leather does not breathe well You can't suffocate in leather, can you? Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. College football playoffs. Browns, Bengals, Buckeyes, and more. Catch the Keith Fire Show, Mondays at noon on 1410 ESPN Radio. Now, back to the Justin Kinner Show on 1410 ESPN Radio and on the stream at wingam.com. Typical Ohio, all of a sudden the sun's out and it's beautiful out after uh, it looked like, you know, the end of day's coming a little bit ago. Unbelievable. Still some bad weather forecasted for uh, later this evening, so everyone just keep that in mind as... Uh, you guys go on with the rest of your evening. Thank you for hanging out with us here this afternoon. Justin Kinner, Kev Nash with you here. How about this? More interesting change going on around the world of sports. We don't talk much nice car uh, here on the show. Be nice. Uh, but I, I am being nice. That's how I say nice car. It's, it's no different than saying, instead of saying wrestling, say wrestling. I don't say NASCAR. I say nice car. But I'll say NASCAR then. So NASCAR announces that it has banned the Confederate flags from being shown at racetracks two days after Bubba Wallace called for NASCAR to ban all Confederate flags at racetracks. And on top of that, tonight's race, uh, have you seen the, the design for his car? Yes. Bubba Wallace's car, it's badass. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm a huge fan of that. I, I saw Richard Sherman and others, you know, just giving him a shout-out on social media and stuff, just saying, look, in a sport that's not that inclusive and not very open to change, that's very courageous of him to, to make that decision to put that car out there. It's a, you know... Hands, you know, two hands, you know, shaking in the front of the car there. It's a white hand and a black hand, and then it has Black Lives Matter on the side. I, I like that the car looks badass. I, I think that's really neat. Um, and he's the only full-time black driver in NASCAR, and he, he was coming out saying, hey, we need a change. You know, this is a sport, too, that needs to, you know, embrace that. And uh, good for NASCAR for coming out, and, and, you know, they've made that change pretty quickly. But this is kind of like what we were talking about earlier with Jerry Jones, for instance, like, 
People were confused with my take earlier when I said, like, I, I think it's wrong to make Jerry Jones say anything. And I, I do. I, I don't think you should make anyone say anything. I think you can kind of connect the dots. But the reason I'm not a fan of making anyone do anything is because we know who, like, how certain people are. Them saying something is not going to change that. So what is the purpose of fighting this hard to get them to say that? Because anything that is going to be said, you're still going to look at it and say, okay, he's only doing it because the pressure piled up. Well, this is a prime example right here. So, for instance, NASCAR bans the Confederate flag at racetracks. Their statement says, Kev, that the presence of the Confederate flag at NASCAR events runs contrary to our commitment to providing a welcoming and inclusive environment for all fans. Well, here's a problem. Is this like the first time you've ever heard that that flag <laughs> makes people uncomfortable? Like, that, that's the thing. Like, so this is what I mean. Like, that's a very well put together statement. And you should look at that statement and say, oh, good for NASCAR. That's a great statement. Good for them. But... That's all crap, and you know it. They've known the, the they've known the issues with that flag being on full display all across every racetrack and everything. So I don't want to hear this statement. This is like what I was talking about earlier. Stop demanding statements from people because you know it's not genuine when they come out and release the statement. I guess maybe I'm being hypocritical as far as that's concerned, but at least the changes at the end. And it's kind of like my point about the NFL statement that was released on Friday. We can nitpick it, a Friday news dump. We can nitpick all of it, but the bottom line is is it's leading to change. I don't like how it doesn't seem that genuine from Roger Goodell and everything, but regardless, it's now put the league in position where they're going to have to embrace the change and embrace the protest when we get to the season to continue to fight that fight. This is the same thing. I think NASCAR is full of it. They've known about this issue forever, and they've continued to ignore it. The fans have continued to ignore it, and yet here we are. So th this is a big first step, good for Bubba Wallace, because... He has no support. I mean, there's not other black drivers that he's hanging out with off to the side to feel like he's off on an island by himself as far as that's concerned. So he's going above and beyond, you know, trying to fight for change in a sport that, you know, not many people are going to think that that sport's going to embrace that. And they're doing it, and that's all because of him and his willingness to step foot out on that ledge. Good for him. I don't know what kind of pushback there's going to be. Obviously, the NASCAR's come out and announced that they've, they've banned it. I'm curious about the reaction, though. Because that's what's that, that's what's key to everything is the reaction. Obviously. Go ahead, check out those comments. Yeah, <laughs> not going to <laughs> enjoy yourself. No, you told me about how they had a program where they could trade in the Confederate flag for one of the flags of one of their favorite. Yeah, Jordan drivers. Cornette was listening to his show, or he was on a show earlier today, saying that they had, you know, they they've experimented with that in the past. Hey, you know, bring your Confederate flag. We'll give you a flat. You know, we'll replace it with a flag of your favorite driver. That. Went, oh, you know, that, that there was no success there. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, what are you supposed to do? So, this, this is yeah, what you're yeah, supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, you do this, you just. But are you going to pat people down? Like, how do you do that? Are you going to pat people down and, all right, empty your pockets. All right, let me see in your pants. Let me see in your shirt. What? Like, you know, so it, it's, a, it's a good first step, but the, the thing is, who knows what's next as far as that's concerned. But this is big. The fact that they came out and released a statement, mm -hmm. uh, Got to point that out. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that's just like another step. And the next step is tearing down these Confederate uh, monuments as well. Like, yo, this is this is long overdue. And the further we go forward in being open and embracing everybody, the better off we're all going to be. And, you know, they got that situation going on at Clemson University with the football players. Well, who was it? DeAndre Hopkins and... Deshaun Watson bringing up a lot of great issues or great, great points about what's going on on their campus and why they feel like they don't say 
uh, Clemson University when they get announced on Monday. Yeah, I didn't football. realize that. I never yeah. um, saw that. Like I, I read the article. That's like some things I didn't know. And you know, you do your research, and you know, eh, I probably wouldn't want to represent that neither. So it's bring up a lot of good points, and I'm here for all of it. You know, I'm here for all of it. I'm here for getting rid of those monuments. I'm here for getting rid of that Confederate flag. I'm here for it all. Four five seven nine four six four. I am curious uh, uh, about the response to this. I think this is huge, and for one, I think that you know NASCAR has established drivers. NASCAR is not as big as it used to be. I think they're they're mm-hmm. still trying to find ways to make that sport relevant again. And before you get all upset, people. For those of you, you know, everyone that's a fan of something thinks that their sport's relevant, but let's be honest, it's just, it's it's not. Um, this, I think, is huge. Bubba Wallace is huge for NASCAR. All right, this is, you know, the first time we've seen something like this to this extent in that sport, so I think it's big that they have someone now that could be, you know, the face of that sport, not just because of this right away, but, man, you know, people are going to be tuning in now that weren't tuning in before. This has caught the attention of non-NASCAR fans. This is right. this is only good for the sport. It's only going to grow your fan base. It's going to bring different eyes on your product that weren't tuning in before. That That's a good thing. So hopefully when those eyes tune in to the product, that they're tuning into a product that's embracing change and embracing moving forward uh, and, and you know being a part of the fight and not being the fight. So that that's all that's that's very important moving forward as moving forward as far as that's concerned. But yeah, the car for Bubba Wallace looks really sweet. Uh, of course, he got a lot of you know reaction on social media as well. Richard Sherman says, "I respect it. This is change. Uh, this fan base isn't the most diverse or inclusive, and takes a lot of courage to take this stand." in this sport uh you know jamal adams says much respect to you lebron james says huge shout out good luck and then he you know so this is really cool i, I like seeing this but four five seven nine four six four justin kenner kev nash with you here on 1410 uh espn radio uh I, like i said i think that this is a good thing for the sport and i'm intrigued to see how many more eyes come on the product now uh, eyes that were not on the product before We'll step away for a few moments and we'll continue now, with this. Back to the Justin Kinner Show on 14. With Lee's, homestyle can happen anywhere. Summer fun is at the top of everyone's list, so let Lee's famous recipe chicken handle the cooking with our homestyle chicken breast combo for only $4.99. Pick up the combo with no equal with a classic chicken breast of our honey dipped, hand breaded, and pressure cooked famous recipe chicken, a side, biscuit, and a regular drink. Now, sit down meals are easier than ever. Feast famously on the go with our homestyle chicken breast combo. Combo for only $4.99. Only at Lee's. Famous for chicken. If you need new roofing, siding or gutters, skylights or patio enclosures, if you're a homeowner or business and need someone you can trust, don't take a chance. Enhance with Lance. Lance Roofing and Siding in Fairborn has been satisfying customers since 1993 and hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Lance Roofing and Siding, 8460 Dayton Springfield Road in Fairborn. Call for a free estimate at 864-2722. That's 864-2722. Or online at Lance Roofing. Roofing.com. Life is so much easier when you do business with an organization you can trust, like a Better Business Bureau, accredited business, or charity. As you shop, hire contractors, look for service providers, and make donations, check organizations out with your BBB at BBB.org. Have you been out to play golf at Meadowbrook yet? You probably know by now that Meadowbrook Country Club is now Meadowbrook at Clayton and open to the public. Meadowbrook is rated one of the top 25 golf courses in Ohio. Beautiful Country Club Classic Golf now available to everyone. 
Get your golf buddies together and book a tee time and come out and play. And stop in at the Grill for great food and drinks. Check us out online at MeadowbrookAtClayton.com. Meadowbrook Country Club is now open to the public. Come out and play. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $50 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Macy's, we've opened most of our stores and are welcoming our friends and family back with a special offer. Get an extra 30% off with your coupon or Macy's card and 15% off beauty. Or update your home and your closet with specials like an all-clad seven-piece cookware set, only $299.99. 60% off all down pillows and summer staples like polos and shorts for just $19.99. Now at Macy's, savings off regular and sale prices, exclusions apply. It's time for some straight talk. Even though most live sports are on hold now, big wireless companies haven't stopped playing games. They're always trying to lock you into overpriced contracts. With Straight Talk Wireless, there are no contracts. It runs on America's best network, same as the big carriers, but you save up to 50%. 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. You might miss sports, but don't play games, you'll lose. Straight Talk Wireless. No contracts, no compromise. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Every home has things it needs, things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app, order it online with the push of a button, and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself. And
and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. Locations impacted include Hillsborough, South Lina, Leesburg, New Vienna, Russell, Stunton, Highland, Lees Creek, Reesville, and Samantha. Take cover now. Move to a basement or an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Avoid windows. If you are outdoors, in a mobile home, or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. To report severe weather, go to our website at weather.gov slash ILN and submit your report via social media when you can do so safely. Um, but what's interesting, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski uh, reports that there is a faction of players discussing as a group whether restarting the season in the Orlando bubble is a good idea. Several dozen players participated in a conference call in the last 24 hours to discuss it. So, with that being said, that has led to a provision in the return-to-play plan for the NBA Um and that they are both uh, going to agree that Players Association and the league are going to agree on a provision that wouldn't require players to start the season, nor subject them to discipline for staying home. The players would lose a portion of salary for those games missed. Um, I find this tweet interesting mainly because I I thought that was kind of common sense. No one's being forced to do anything like you're not. I mean, this is this is why the NBA is better than Major League Baseball. Common sense things right here. Hey, um, we're not comfortable playing. We don't think it's a good idea that, you know, it's not convenient for us to be in this bubble for three months, as we talked about. Like Major League Baseball is acting like the players are acting like they're at such an inconvenience to return to the game. You get to stay at home. You get to be with your families. You get to go play your little game and then return back to your home with your families. The NBA, they are all having to relocate from their current homes to live in this bubble for three months. Now, as your teams lose, the players leave and go home. But, you know, the you know the more you win, the more you lose. The more you win, the more you advance, the longer you stay in jail, basically. How bad do you want this title? So, like we talked about the conditions. Like, this is why of all the athletes out there, fans, you really need to appreciate the NBA players because they're actually sacrificing stuff. Major League Baseball players are not sacrificing anything. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, money, but that's a given. The reason I don't feel bad for them for that is because due to the coronavirus, I promise you, every single one of you tuning into the show right now have been impacted financially by the coronavirus. So you should not care that it is impacting them as well. I'm not saying I'm glad that they're suffering from it. All I'm saying is, is I think it's fair to say you could sympathize with them, but at the same time, not sit there and say you deserve to be more comfortable than us because you're professional baseball players. That's crap. You could shove that. That's all I got to say uh, about that as far as that's concerned. But the baseball players get to, I mean, they, they're playing in their home ballparks. All right. They're going home to their families. They're still getting paid, obviously. And they, too, have the option whether they want to play or not. But the, I promise you, if Major League Baseball players brought this to the table, it would lead to a whole thing, a whole Service in Wilmington has issued a tornado warning for southwestern Fayette County, Ohio, eastern Cleveland County, northwestern Highland County, until 6.15 p.m. At 5.43 p.m., a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located near Hillsboro, moving north at 50 miles an hour. Hazard, tornado. Source, radar 
shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. Damage to roofs, windows, and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. Locations intended include Hillsboro, South Lina, Leesburg, New Vienna, Russell, Stunton, Thailand, Lees Creek, Reesville, and Samantha. Take cover now. Move to a basement or an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Avoid windows. If you are outdoors, in a mobile home, or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. To report severe weather, go to our website at weather.gov slash ILN and submit your report via social media when you can do so safely. there no bubble for seven weeks and i don't even have a chance to win the chip like it it goes to that man it, it's almost like they need to just do the top four seeds <laughs> because well, those are the only teams that you can say can win the playoff win the championship now and, and we talked about this during the break for instance if i'm a teammate of zion williamson or if i'm a player on the nets who they will be without kyrie irving and without kevin durant we know how good the Nets potentially can be with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and that's different. When you have those two guys on your roster, yeah. you're going to feel like it's worth it putting your you know health on the line. I'm not saying life. I thought that was very dramatic. Yes, it can be fatal, but a lot of things can be fatal. So I don't think they're putting their life on the line, but these players are putting their health on the line. I think it's more worth it to put your health on the line when you're going into an NBA battle with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on your team. When you're not, when you don't have those players on there, and you know that you have zero chance of winning a series or the finals, and you know that the only reason you're in the playoffs is because they expanded it to the point to where they can get Zion Williamson in. I'm not risking my health just because the league wanted to get extra TV revenue to show off Zion Williamson. I'm out. They should have that right to do so, and I I, I agree with them 100. percent I'm not going to go risk my health because. You're just trying to add extra teams to get extra dollars, knowing that the teams you're like you're not adding the extra teams because you think it's going to make it more, you you know, it's going to become more competitively pleasing for everybody. No one is all the extra teams. They're not winning. They're not winning. They just want eyeballs on the screen. And I mean, I don't knock them for it. Like they lost a big chunk of their season. Uh They lost the back end of the regular season. They missed the playoffs. I mean. Think about it. We will be in the middle of the finals right now. You know, one year ago today was game five of the NBA finals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we are missing out on that. So uh, the NBA as a business, they want to put somebody on the court that they know people want to see. That will be Zion. If, even if it is just for eight games, like, that will be more Zion. That will be more people watching. I get it. But I also get them having the right to say, the players saying, like, well, look, man, we ain't got a chance to win this thing. I'm going to go ahead and sit it out and just stay home and see y'all next season. Yeah, but I agree with you 100% because a lot of those players, a lot of those teams aren't much different than the Cavs. They they have no business being in the playoffs. They were awarded a playoff spot because they wanted to extend, they wanted to allow more teams in for the TV revenue, bottom line. Bottom line, and to get Zion some time. Yeah, I mean, Bradley Bill, great basketball player. You have zero percent chance of winning the championship, but you're still in there. No need. All right, Justin Kinner, Kev Nash with you. 
Happy Wednesday. Have a great night. We'll do this again tomorrow. Again, keep keep an eye on the radar tonight as far as weather's concerned. Supposed to be some bad storms circulating through the area. Uh, just want everyone to be alert about that and uh, keep your head in swivel as far as that's concerned. Thank you, everybody. Have a great night. We'll do it again tomorrow. Save today on your next project with 11% of everything. Now at Menards. Menards has what you need to start and finish your projects. Plus, you'll save 11% on all of it. Menards offers contactless pickup. Order and pay for your items online. And we'll load your order into your vehicle with zero contact. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through June 13th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. At Collet Propane, we're proud to say that 98% of our customers would recommend Collet. If you recommend your current supplier, why are you still using them? Summertime is the best time to change suppliers and take advantage of our budget options. Give us a call to find out how or find us online at colletpropane.com. Family owned and operated for three generations. Collet Propane and Collet Seal Coating are proud to serve the Miami Valley for over 65 years. Local and national guests sit down for the biggest interviews with Justin Kinner on 1410 Wing Live. Presented by Arrowhead Tax Service. Follow along live on ESPN Dayton's Facebook page and catch all previous episodes at wingam.com. Foot odor throwing you off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Readers featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Readers powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athletes' foot, while insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart, Target, CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor Readers. Destroy foot odor with the best in odor defense. An auto policy from State Farm gets you collision coverage. And this radio ad from State Farm gets you coverage of this beloved 90s hit. I hit a car. I hit a car. I hit a car. some straight talk. Even though most live sports are on hold now, big wireless companies haven't stopped playing games. They're always trying to lock you into overpriced contracts. With Straight Talk Wireless, there are no contracts. It runs on America's best network, same as the big carriers, but you save up to 50%. 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. You might miss sports, but don't play games, you'll lose. Straight Talk Wireless. No contracts, no compromise. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Every home has things it needs, things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app, order it online with the push of a button, and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself, and low prices that make it all possible. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with pay-per-mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. 
keep seeing tweets that say the play, that the, the players in Major League Baseball are determined to have a season. I, I think they need to look up what the definition of determined means because determined does not mean finding every reason not to have something happen. And that's what's going on right now. The NBA was determined. The National Hockey League was determined to make it happen. They made it happen. The Justin Kinner Show, weekdays at 3 p.m. on 1410 ESPN Radio and streaming live at wingam.com. Whether you're at home, at work, or in your car, tune in to ESPN 1410 Wing AM or stream us live at wingam.com. WING 1410 Dayton. Dayton's ESPN Radio. That is certainly very, very specific to NASCAR in a lot of these ways. Are those drivers going to now back up, Bubba, in the way that they talked about before? Hear more from Golick and Wingo tomorrow morning on ESPN Radio. Anyone who builds, remodels, or repairs for a living, we know the way you work has changed. That's why Lowe's is committing today to build new ways to keep you working tomorrow. We are proud to introduce the new Lowe's for Pros job site, powered by Stream, an augmented video chat tool, so you can be there for your customers without actually being there. And the cost to use? Try it free through October 31st at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. Just one of the reasons why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Services subject to Stream terms, Lowe's loyalty membership required, more terms apply. Could your car use a spring cleaning? Now's the time to stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for great deals on everything you need to keep your car looking new. Like Mother's California Gold Wash and Wax, just $4.99 for a 64-ounce bottle. That's a $6 savings. Or online at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Progressive Insurance. Guest join us on the Shell Penzo Performance Line. Lots to get to today, and uh, MLB Commish is uh, currently or about to chat uh, on SportsCenter. I don't know if it's just MLB draft related, which is tonight, or if there will be commentary on the uh, going back and forth of proposals between the owners and the MLBPA. We'll let you know as soon as we hear on that. But, Jordan, you know, we were asked on Around the Horn today whether we feel any more confident about baseball's return as a result of the new proposal sent over by the players, which feels like it's headed in the right direction. It's a significant drop from the 114 games of their last proposal, still asking for that full prorated salary that they agreed to back in March. I just can't decide if we're ever getting past the two things that both sides seem to be sticking to. For the players, it's a fully prorated salary, no budging on anything that would change what, what is now an uncapped sport or would move away from something that they agreed to in March as far as their salaries are concerned. And for the owners, it seems to be if you want those salaries, we are not moving off a roughly 50-game season because we feel we'll lose too much. And you can't do both at once. 
uh, unless unless the athletes are willing to play that very very shortened season, and they're doing their best to get a bit more out of it than that. Um, and in the end, the, the owners do have the opportunity to just say, "Listen, we agreed to X and Y, so we can unilaterally decide to put into play X number of games." Um, but likely a grievance would be filed. They would be doing it without both coming together on it. It might be even uglier than what we're seeing now. So, no, I'm not any more optimistic. What about you? Well, in terms of their agreement being reached between the, the MLB and the players, I, from everything I've read, from everything I hear, um, from sentiments from players, I think there's a, almost a 0% chance of that happening. They want this full prorated salary that they agreed upon back in March, and they want it with a legit amount of games to it. I think the owners are, are kind of dragging their feet with these, these offers that are not meeting the top of the criteria, being the full prorated salary that these players want. And I think it's because they know ultimately Rob Manfred's going to step in, as he said all along. We're playing baseball this year. And in that, in that um, agreement for March, it gives him the power to implement his own schedule. So what I would, if I had to predict... If I had to project what I think this thing ends up being is something less than 50 games and these players getting their full prorated salaries. And to me, is that baseball coming back is a question you got to ask yourself because that is a sincere asterisk on whoever wins the World Series under, under that kind of format. I'll tell you what, I saw some Cubs blogs talking about how good the Cubs were through 50 games. I'm in. <laughs> let's let's wrap take that it up. championship, right? I mean, uh, it's just unfortunate, yeah. though, right? Sarah? It wouldn't like, be. Yeah, no, I mean, it wouldn't it be. To. It wouldn't feel good. Imagine, and I, this is, you know, we're in the darkest timeline. I think it's become very clear that we're in the darkest timeline. So if the Cubs had not won the 2016 World Series, and then they came in and just crushed a 50-game season and won the World Series, and we're all like, eh? <laughs> Are we happy? We're um, celebrating this one. Absolutely. We'll take it, I guess. Um, speaking of the Cubs, Jason Kipnis, who was on that Indians team that lost to the Cubs in the 2016 World Series, is now on the Chicago Cubs uh, and is uh, 33 years old, later years, was so excited to come back to his hometown team and have his friends and family actually be able to root for him. And now he sits and waits and tries to see if he's going to make the roster and be a part of it and if they're going to play at all. He was on Waddle and Sylvie and got into some of the issues surrounding why the two sides of baseball just feel so far apart. I think these, these sides are too far apart. Uh, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody. I mean, this whole baseball is in a tough position right now. I don't think the average sports fan, or at least the average sports fan, I hope, starts to realize it's the timing of everything that has put us in a tough position. You got some leagues have already started, and they're just looking for safe ways to finish the leagues. You have other seasons that won't start for a while, so they have time on their side. We were kind of launched right into the middle of everything and then put into a tough space. So, um, I unfortunately, it just doesn't sound like we're going to come to an agreement. So, because the sides are too far apart. That being said, I know Manfred, the commissioner, and um, has the ability to to start a season regardless, whether it's it's like forty eight, fifty games, or something like that. I don't see him passing up that opportunity. I think we will have baseball this year, regardless if we come to an agreement or not. I'd like it to be sooner rather than later. I'd like to get more games and just personally because I enjoy playing the game. But um, it, it's almost like it's out of our hands at this point. It was interesting stuff. And in, in that interview with Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN 1000, he went on to really push for the idea that they know how strong their union is. And they know that they do not want to be the generation of players that ruins things for the guys going forward. 
and that if they let up and they decide, let's do a quick fix here, it could be to the detriment of players way down the road. And so they don't want to, they want to leave the game in better shape. And if they take concessions, give them an inch, and they take a mile, all of a sudden they look down the road and things have changed drastically for players because they needed to get this one season in. Yeah, and going back, Kipnis kind of echoing the same sentiment I shared, that Manfred has the ability to implement his own schedule if the sides don't come to an agreement. Mm -hmm. I then bring that back to you, Sarah, and I know you talked about the Cubs' angle of this, and you made that joke in jest, obviously. We want to see as many games as possible. But when we try to talk about what the perception will be if this league can't come to an agreement and play a proper schedule, Will it hurt them? So understanding that the possibility is on the table, that they might not come to an agreement, and Manfred has to implement some bogus 48-game schedule, 46, 50 games, whatever it is, is that still bad for them perception-wise? Or do you, because you get baseball, people are like, eh, the heck with it, at least they're playing. Is there backlash from that, I guess is what I'm asking. Uh, I mean... First of all, it feels like, doesn't it feel like at this point there's going to be backlash to whatever? Even if they Even if they find a way, because they've done so much damage already. And that's the question I keep asking. I'm trying to play devil's advocate on this because I don't know, that both sides have to know at this point how much damage they're doing to their sport. If you're the players, I understand your side more because you're you're risking all the health stuff of COVID. You're risking the strength of the union that you have spent years putting into place. Risking a future where they try to force an uncapped sport to become capped, and you legitimately destroy you know salary uh, for for, for top, top players. Um, there's any number of reasons. On the owner side, the only thing I could think of is that their claims of biblical financial losses, or that it's really not that great to be an owner need to be reinforced by transparency about their financials that can say, after this many games at this salary, we are going to lose so much and it will be detrimental to the health of these franchises in future years, more so than not playing at all. And if they can lay that out, then maybe this conversation goes a little farther. But until there is trust that the owners are not just trying to leverage their way into forcing players to acquiesce, I think we're all going to assume that they're BSing about the financials, that they could play many more games at those prorated salaries and still have a bit of enough revenue to cover everything versus what they're making it sound like now, which is if we go over 40 games, 50 games at this salary, the, the losses will be so big that we won't be able to function moving forward. If that is true, then first of all, you've been mishandling your billions of dollars. <laughs> yes. But then secondly, come out and say it and show us so that we believe you. And then maybe both sides will be more likely to come together. Yeah, I mean, sport is imitating art here. I'm a huge fan of the rom-com, The Breakup. And to me, that's what this feels like <laughs> I just like watched right half now. of it the other night. It's such a great movie. And we're talking <laughs> about the Cubs. I mean, it starts with the scene in Wrigley Field. Yep. I and mean, that's what this is. The players, they're probably Jennifer Aniston. The owners, they are Vince Vaughn. Both sides <laughs> have their reason for not making it work. Everybody wants it to work. But at the end of the movie, ultimately, the owners had the opportunity to do it, just like Vince could have shown up at that show that Jennifer Aniston invited him to. And it did didn't happen and ultimately you didn't get the ending you wanted and that's how i feel about baseball and i love that i got a shout out to one of my favorite movies ever i mean rom-com the breakup check it i out. will tell you and i don't know if you know this about that movie they ended it with just them not being able to make it work spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it you know he makes for the years. dinner he, he puts the effort in she says it's too late you know they break it off and then when they showed audiences they were so disappointed like they didn't even though the movie was ostensibly about how things aren't always perfect and they don't work out it was called the breakup 
They were so disappointed <laughs> that they filmed that scene at the end later, and he had gotten skinny in real life, which was part of the joke. It was like the wink, oh, wink, where she doesn't recognize him, and she's like, yeah. you look great, right? Oh, that had happened boy. in real life, and there was so much conversation in the, in the like tabloids about how he looked so much better that they went and filmed that and tacked it on because people were so disappointed. They wanted oh, a possibility boy. that they might reconcile. So I'm also, maybe much as baseball needs though. that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm stunned that you've seen this movie. I had to get that in. I dropped right. the movie quote, and you were able to pick me yeah. up with it. And Listen, dude, I'm here for you. I, with with background information, by the way, maybe all baseball needs is for one side to lose a little weight and show up with a brand new boat, and everything will be fine. Uh, it's Spain and Company, Sarah Spain, Jordan Corner. Things are already weird. It's a Wednesday. We're just a few minutes in. Things got weird already. Uh, coming up next, speaking of weird, how do we reconcile knowing we're not supposed to go outside with the thousands of people approaching? protesting and how does it come back to sports we'll get into that but first your sports center update presented by marathon nascar has announced it's banned the confederate flag from its races and properties nascar said the flag quote runs contrary to our commitment to providing a welcoming and inclusive environment for all fans our competitors and our industry carolina panthers have moved a statue of former owner jerry richardson from outside the stadium to an undisclosed site due to safety concerns amid the racial unrest in the country richardson sold the team to david tepper in 2018 amid allegations of racial and sexual misconduct first reported late in 2017 there was a clause written into the sale saying the statue could not be removed from its site Oh, there's going to be more on that story. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports that as the NBA and NBPA are finalizing terms on a return-to-play plan, there's a faction of players discussing as a group whether restarting the season in the bubble is a good idea. Some players with hesitation have talked about a number of issues, including family concerns, coronavirus, social justice, and more. These days, we have to travel smart. Marathon can help by improving engine performance with quality top-tier gasoline. Marathon fueling the American spirit. More Spain and Company coming up next. We overcome a lot, just like so many other races. This didn't just start happening. How long have we been screaming about this? This cannot be normalized. So when does it actually change? You have to understand the history of where it started. This is Spain and Company. Foot odor throwing you off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Eaters, featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control, plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Eaters powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athletes' foot, while insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart, Target, CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor Eaters. Destroy foot odor with the best in odor defense. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Did your car use a spring cleaning? Now's the time to stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for great deals on everything you need to keep your car looking new. Like Mother's California Gold Wash and Wax, just $4.99 for a 64-ounce bottle. That's a $6 savings. Or online at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 